All right, welcome to episode 122 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figures of the 80s and all time, and those are... Star Wars, Transformers, G.I. Joe, <laughs> and what else? Masters of the Universe. <laughs> You're very excited about that. I am. I haven't been on in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's been two months. It, it has. It's, it's been, been a while. Yeah, it's been... Uh, We've been putting out an episode a month lately, so it's yeah. It's good to be back. Let's put it that way. Fudge, yeah. yeah. We're uh, back on we're back on our Sunday. Yeah, uh, back on our Sunday recording schedule, which is a lot easier on me and me too. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't work for Roger. So until his schedule changes, I guess he he probably won't be joining us. Um, he's he's not off the show or anything. He just can't record on Sundays, and uh, weeknights are really difficult for Vern and I. So. Yeah. So hopefully it'll work out and he'll be back on soon or he can change his schedule or take days off or whatever he needs to do. Well, it seems like with his job, his his schedule changes frequently. So hopefully maybe he'll get Sundays off again, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems uh, because they need a 24-hour coverage. Right. You know, like it seems he changes jobs a lot too. So. I think he becomes the low man on the totem pole for yeah. a while. Which generally means you're not getting weekends off. Yeah, exactly. In that kind of job, anyway. Yeah, it's it's fun not to have any boss there with you, yeah. but it also sucks having to work Sunday nights. <laughs> yeah, it does. Especially when you're supposed to be recording a podcast. Exactly. Talking fucking toys. I know. All right. Uh, if you want to kick it with us, you can find our blog at OpenYourToys.com. On the site there, you can subscribe through our RSS feed. You can find us on iTunes under Open Your Toys Cast. Uh, you can subscribe through Google Play. Stitcher Smart Radio streams our shit. Um, and... To listen all those different ways, too, you can go to the show notes, top of the page at OpenYourToys.com for the latest episode. You can follow along with everything we're talking about. We're linking to all of these articles, all of these pictures, very meticulously, if I do say so myself. Not yes, indeed. Al- not always a typo-free or <laughs> correct links, but hey. Hey, we don't get paid for it, you know. This is out of love. <laughs> exactly. If it was my job, I might double-check yeah. shit, but... Uh, but, uh, yeah, openyourtoys.com, top of the page for the show notes, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast, Twitter, we are at openyourtoys, Instagram at openyourtoys, email team at openyourtoys.com, <laughs> and then the way we want to Notice hear... that open your toys there, that, that, <laughs> that's really how you can reach us if you just Google open your toys. Exactly. That, many different ways. That was on purpose, granted it was in the, <laughs> uh, for, for these youngins, it was in the early days of the internet, yep. back in, way back in 2008, but... Oh, um, way that... back, 2008? <laughs> yeah. Well, for kids, think, yeah, of, true. think about it. Think about it. Well, you know, I just took a, I just took a group of them up to Six Flags for Sarah's birthday. She took five of her friends, and they were talking about how a song that was three years old was like way back. <laughs> 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 they were like, "This was when I was a freshman in in high school." Yeah. Okay. Well, and it's all relative, you know. That, yeah. <laughs> that's a fifteen percent of their life. You know? That's right. That's right. This makes uh, you feel really old. That is true. That is, I forgot what. 
I forgot what somebody, somebody called something in the early 2000s, a TV show. They called it vintage. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's a vintage show. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, if you think about it, it, it is. We're, it's 17, well, if it's 2000, you know, it'd be yeah. 17 years old. So. Exactly. Jesus wow. Christ. All right. That's enough of this shit. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel old enough. <laughs> And for you old fogies or like us, I want to hear your fucking voice. I still call people. I am not a big texter. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you can give us a call. It's crazy. I wonder if you could text it. I was wondering that, too, because I was thinking, you know, younger kids, they don't talk to each other on the phone. They only text, you yeah. know. So maybe if we had a text line. <laughs> Uh, it might help us out, but then again, we might get some weird shit too, but I don't care either way. It would be fun. <laughs> Maybe that's what we can do. Uh, that's what we can do for Rogers. Nah is uh yeah. maybe the the first person that texts us and if we actually receive it, you'll get you'll right. get Rogers yeah. nah. There you go. There you go. Or maybe he's not willing to give it up now that he can't record with us. It's like, <laughs> I'm not even on the show, and I got to send somebody a fucking toy? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of shit is this? <laughs> All right, Vern, if people want to get a hold of you, how, oh, I didn't say the number. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. All right, Vern. Uh, what, what's your personal uh, cell number? My personal cell can number? You can reach you. me at 410. <laughs> no, I'm not giving that out. Uh, actually, it, it wouldn't be hard because I think it's on my Facebook page. Um, oh, in, in the In the uh, info, I, I do believe. Uh, <laughs> but you can reach me at facebook.com, vern.phillips, or any social media outlet, advanced28skate, V-A-N-S-28-S-K-E-T. That's right. I totally forgot. You disabled your shit. I didn't even realize that you had messaged me on Facebook. Oh, no, so I, I, I react. I only do that for like a week at a time just to take a break from it, man. Social media, it drives me crazy. So it's actually been a lot better. I got to admit, you know, it's it's been better lately. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, I need a little bit of a mental break from it. I'm glad I don't do I don't do family shit on there. I don't do work shit on there. Wow. I don't do work. I don't have any work associates on my uh, my Facebook. It's just friends and family, basically. That's good. That's good. Wow. I, I learned my lesson with that. I used to go out when I was younger and I would do crazy shit on the weekends and post pictures of it. And then when I would come in on Monday morning, everybody in the office would be like, "Man, did you see what the hell he did?" This past weekend, you see where he was at and what this and that. Did you see that picture he put up? And then after that, I was like, yeah, it's time to change my privacy settings. <laughs> All right. If you want to reach me, you can hit me up at facebook.com slash open your toys. You can give me a Twitter at Slick McFavorite or email at or email Slick at openyourtoys.com. And then, of course, it's at Slick McFavorite on Instagram. I don't even know if it's an at symbol on Snapchat, but it's it's Slick McFavorite on there. No, I don't think I don't think Snapchat's at. It's just a name. I and I don't even I didn't even install it on my fucking on my new phone, so probably not a Snapchat. Not the best way to get old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vern, what are you drinking, brother? I am I am being lame. I'm just having a diet Pepsi. I basically. Took this weekend to uh, rejuvenate my liver. Uh, the past two weekends, we did outdoor festivals on Saturdays back to back. And Ooh. after last weekend, with the heat and just all the drinking, two day hangover, I just decided to take it easy this weekend. So I haven't touched alcohol at all. 
Oh, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I mean, I do want to not die every weekend, you know, so. Every, you know, I think I died two times last week and came back to life uh, on Saturday, so. But uh, good times, just not good hangovers. I am drinking uh, Not Your Father's Root Beer. Shit. This is made by a small town brewery, not A. This is made by Small Town Brewery. That's the name of the company. And it says, this is a beer flavored with spices. We like to think of it as a dark spiced ale with vanilla and honey notes. Best served chilled or poured in a glass over ice. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about putting it in ice. (laughs) You'll enjoy it. We do. So it's amazing. If you've never had fucking. Is that a dark beer? It no, it's no. literally. I've had, I've had some of the root beer beers. I don't know if it's specifically that one. This one is literally tastes like root beer. Okay, I then mean, I would it, like it then. Yeah, I mean, it, you get a very, you get a tiny little hint of alcohol in it, but, uh-huh. but again, yeah. it doesn't make for like a party beer. Like you wouldn't want to drink twelve root beers, right? Yeah, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. that doesn't That's sound like fun. once in a while beer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It it was part of a, I'm a big, cause I like to try all kinds of different shit and just have different shit. Uh-huh. I'm a big build your own six pack guy for stores that have that. Do you have that yeah. where you're at? Yeah. yeah, we do. Some, some of the stores are like that. Yeah. Yeah. I also do that with my weed. I ha- like to have lots of different strains of weed. So I'm not stuck smoking the same kind of weed all the time. All right, on to COD news. <laughs> now that that was entirely TMI, uh, we'll have to. <laughs> um, all right, COD news. Uh, news from JoeCon. So JoeCon happened down in Orlando. Um, yep. Kind of, I mean, pretty lackluster news-wise. But uh, we got the convention exclusives, which were kind of cool. I I am excited to say that I have them coming my way. Uh, We got the Vector Jet, which was a a Conquest repaint. It's really cool. It's all white with a little bit of uh, uh, 90s thrown in there, some bright colors on it. Um, the Cobra Sky Serpent with Pilot, that was the VTOL, the Cobra VTOL that was out a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Battle Force 2000 Marauder Snowmobile 2-pack, so that's what's kind of cool is, uh, it's the That's polar- right up your alley. Yeah, fuck yeah, the Polar Bear, do you remember that old one? Oh yeah, uh, I love the- that, that was like one of my favorites, yeah. Yeah, the Battle, yeah. Polar Battle Bear, I think it was yep. called, but, uh, yeah, it's that like silver paint that they used on the on the Sky Striker from last uh-huh. year. Uh, Cobra La- Cobra Laser Vipers three pack, um, Ultimate Enemies two pack, which is actually perfect for me because it's uh, I forget the name of the Cobra in it, but um, it's DJ, which is a snow figure. So I was mm-hmm. juiced about that. The whole comic was. Battle Force in the Snow. So that's that's what I'm really kind of digging on. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the other guy was a Cobra from the Eco Warriors line or Eco Force or whatever the fuck it was called. So right. and I dig the Eco Force since the club teamed them up with zombies. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Eco Force <laughs> versus zombies. 
And then while I'm not a huge fan of the uh, rocket gliders, uh, they did a Cobra Bat two-pack. So, and I'm a bat collector, so... It worked out pretty well. Like yeah. the the Battle Force guys, I wasn't too excited about. But what it, about the Bat Squad leader, the figure? Oh yeah, uh, I mean those exactly. Yeah. I mean yeah. that's. But see, the whole thing with that is because there's tons <clears throat> of bats in that set. Those are like yeah. super cheap, so I wasn't okay. even worried about the set. Well, that's good. At least you don't have to worry about spending extra to get him. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the attendee exclusive was actually pretty cool this year. Um, it was a, a laser artillery, uh, weapon. So the, it was a GI Joe law, but it was Cobra. So it was blue and silver and had Cobra symbols on it. Nice. It's not, boy, is it nice to see some GI Joe stuff for once? No shit, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, you miss it after you haven't seen it in so long. Well, new stuff anyway. And that was the sad shit is no new product. No yeah, I've seen that. Nothing no. for like the next two years, right? Well, until they're and, – and that's what he said. Nothing at least for the next two years. Yeah. And then he said until there's media. Which so, means a movie comes out or something like that or yeah. a new t- cartoon or – Exactly. And there's talk of a cartoon reboot, mm-hmm. but – That would be cool. Yeah, but if they are – we're not yeah. getting any in 17 or at least the first part of 2018 either. Yeah, so it's going to be quite a while. Gonna... Well, we will be talking about a cartoon reboot, so to say, towards the end of the show. Yeah. So maybe that company would uh, step in and make something, too. You know, it'd be pretty cool. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I would love it because I love DreamWorks, man. Yeah, I, me too. I mean, ever since if, having If you it... like the Voltron series, which I thought was really good, the new one, um, You've got you've got uh, definitely something to be excited about if if they're going to be making you know cartoons of our four favorite franchises. Well, and, the, and coming from the parent side of me, like the DreamWorks cartoon movies, McKenzie likes them just as much, if not more, than Disney shit. You know, huh. they just they That's not they're, hit, they're hitting home runs with their yeah. cartoon movies too. She hasn't gotten into like the Barbie stuff yet, has she? Like the Barbie animated. Movies. Oh, dude, she loves she? not not the movies. She uh-huh. uh, there's uh, Barbie Life in the Dream House on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, I've seen that, dude. It's actually a good show. I know because I know. It's, it's yeah, I've be, seen it because they're actually toys and they make fun of that they're toys, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So. Yeah. It, it's it's really close to kind of how uh, Toy Story did be. Right. You That's know. what it sounds like. Um, so there was no Hasbro panel. So the G.I. Joe uh, Club Collector Club panel was the only real place for news. Um, they are still working on the Dreadnought Mechanic Heart Wrencher and Dreadnought Stinger. So I am fucking excited. So if you're familiar with old school uh exclusives there was a dreadnought uh stinger uh set back in the day and it now is... the stinger was that that battle like the bike what was the stinger stingers the four by four with uh four missiles on top of it four by four. okay i think i know what that is so like a vamp 
with four right. missiles on top. Of and it was it okay? I know exactly what you're talking about. I was thinking of something else. I was thinking of that cycle it was like a it was like a trike. Oh, um, that that was that's, that's what that the renegade came or something with it. The ram. Yeah, the yeah yeah. That's that, what like. That's what came with the Stinger and that exclusive. Okay. I think it was a Sears exclusive. I loved that thing when I was a kid. That was one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, dude. A fucking motorcycle with a big old laser cannon. You could fit side. three guys on it, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. One thing I'm not excited about is uh, next year's attendee figure will be Rock and Roll version 2. I was never a rock and roll fan, really, so no interest there. I'll be I'll be joining, of course, because it's going to be the last year of the club. But, um, well, maybe not the last year of the club. Maybe just the last year of JoeCon, and possibly right. not the last year of JoeCon. But they're preparing they're preparing for the club and JoeCon to end next year, and yeah. plans may change, is what they were saying. I guess based on what could come out, because I mean, if nothing's going to be out, I can't see it. Why they? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's always going to be GI Joe fans out there looking to do something. Well, that's what I said. That's actually the best opportunity for them is yeah. if there's no retail product, they could be the single source for yeah. getting stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, so next year, and this was like a oh, big surprise. I knew they were going to repaint this somehow, but. The one of the exclusives is going to be a three pack of Cobra Night Stalkers. Spoiler females. So just a <laughs> repaint of their female trooper pack that they did this year in black because you know black is cool. That's right. Um, so that's a skip for me too. I like really. Uh, yeah, right. mm. I I'm all about the one this year that are actually Cobra. But I'm kind of done with the black repaints if it's not a focus for me. Yeah. You know? It's kind of how it was with Black Series with the Troopers. I started getting tired of all the repaints with them. Exactly. Uh, let's see. FS, FSS7 was announced. So uh, they, they only told of a couple characters, and that was Crystal Ball, which excited. I definitely yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. And then the Shattered Glass uh, Tomax. So they did Zaymont this year, and they'll do Tomax next year, which I'll be excited about if I can get a Zaymont. But yeah. they they still haven't put this year's up on the club store because I was just going to cherry pick. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping they're going to fucking put them up individually. I might have to do secondary market if they don't. Why do you think they wouldn't? Why, why they would just do one and not? It just seems to me like you, you, those guys, those guys should come in a set. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like instead of doing it, and I, I could, I wouldn't want one without the other. <laughs> well, they you originally know? said that. So I haven't linked to the panel here, um, but uh, Toy Hype USA, a guy, he's kind of like uh, he's kind of like Jessica and I were. Like, he must come into some money because he's just, like, at every convention now and doing the news thing. So big props to him. He does interviews and he records panels like we – well, we didn't do interviews, but we used to record all of the panels for, like, seven years, you know. And uh, so if you go to YouTube and look for the club panel, he has a recording of it. And they said something why they had to put off 
Tomax. They said he yeah. was originally planned to be in it, but they had to do something and switch it out or something or another. But okay. there was a reason why they didn't get released together. Gotcha. Um, so we said no new uh, product. Uh, they did show off the Comic-Con exclusive, which we'll talk about in a little bit when we talk about San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, next year's Jocon is going to be in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, how far is that from you? Oh, Tennessee's probably uh, probably eight hour, ten hour drive, something like that. It's any pretty in, far. Any interest? Uh, my a... sister lives. My sister lives in Tennessee. She lives in. Uh, she doesn't live in Chattanooga, but she lives in Tennessee. So, because I will probably be going to this, even though it's not. It's not. It's interesting. I've never been in the South besides uh-huh. Florida. I've never been there. I've never been there either. Oh, really? So no, yeah. I've, been to, I've been to Texas. That's about you know as far south as I've been. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like I've never been east of Texas in the South yeah. besides Florida. So uh, I will most likely be going to that next year. Especially okay, we'll talk about it. Last... We'll talk about it. I might be able to get a hook up place to stay if she's close enough. Yeah, she I mean... has a humongous house. It'll it'll all depend on how the news goes. If if it as it comes down to the wire, if if it's still looking like this is going to be the last one, uh-huh. like I thought the one here last year was going to be the last one, yeah. <laughs> then I definitely want to go to it. I okay. I, I dig J- Joe Cons. So, yeah. um, all right. So that was Joe Con. Oh, uh, one other thing that they didn't have on here was, uh. Joe Declassified did an amazing thing for the fans, like they always do, except you have to go to the con. That's their big thing, and I haven't always agreed with that philosophy, but it's what they do, and and I respect it, is they created, so last year Hasbro created a sightline figure and this mm-hmm. was an homage to Gary Goggles, which right. he was a guy that came on the scene. He worked with uh, uh, vintage people that produced the vintage line. He opened up just a plethora of vintage information, canceled prototypes that never made it, all this kind of shit. Um and their big thing is, is they'd only make it available at JoeCon. Like, they wouldn't even let you take pictures of it. You know, like their panel, you weren't supposed to record it, you know, that kind of shit. So that, that kind of annoyed me, but I saw the purpose of it, you know, to drive the fandom. Right. Um, so he passed away last year. Uh, Hasbro did a homage to him in the modern line. And this year, uh, with the help of Red Laser, so an offshoot of Black Major, um, they did a vintage O-ring version of the Sightline figure with weapons, uh, file card, everything, and gave it away for free at the That's con. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, just amazing. I remember and, us talking about his passing last year. Yeah. On one of our shows, yeah. Yeah, and and the guy that was getting me my exclusives this year, I'm like, please just try to do it. He's like, I'll I'll try, but they were checking IDs and putting mm-hmm. them into a database. So if you tried Uh-oh. to come get it again, they would search on your ID gotcha. if you already got one. And they're going for ridiculous. They're like a hundred and thirty bucks. Wow. And these are 
these for are, a giveaway. Yeah, and <laughs> and they're and they're done by Red Laser, so his figures range anywhere from eight to twelve dollars a piece is what it costs mm-hmm. when you're buying just a regular version of it. You know, so yeah, that's huh. kind of. That's kind of crazy. I don't know how I feel about people scalping them. That's kind of, yeah, you know, because you know whoever got those figures, you know that they have someone in their life they could have given it to that would have appreciated it. Yeah, you yeah, know? but it, it also, you know, like we've we've talked about, sometimes you take something like that and sell it and recoup some of your money that costs you to go to conventions and things like that. So exactly. It goes yeah. both ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Pete's Robo, uh, Robot Con happened this weekend, and this was kind of an amazing fucking, uh, thing that got put together by, and I don't even know. Where this, was this at? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I know it was far enough from me that, cause when they first announced it, I was like, oh, that would be kind of cool to go to. Um, here. Yeah, it doesn't say where it was. But the big thing the big thing that these guys were touting was you were going to see figures that you've never seen before, official figures that you've never seen before. Um they have all kinds of canceled prototypes and shit like that on display. I love seeing stuff like that, man. Yeah, they opened a like I think there's like four known to exist in the world of this carded Megatron and they fucking opened one live during a panel at the show. <laughs> people were shitting herself. Exactly. <laughs> Mental car people were shitting themselves. Uh but it one... was um it was in Covington, Kentucky. That's what oh, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, definitely too far for me yeah. to just go. Me too. Uh, but uh what was kind of cool is they had, I don't know if these are prototypes or if these are like painted versions of these things or what, um, but they had what would have been or what was pitched as the BotCon set for this year. So it's all Titan Masters. So it's all Headmasters. And I mean, there's a couple good concepts in here, but I'm like, Ugh. I I wouldn't have wanted this. There's you not... could probably see why it was never approved. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, uh, I mean they're not bad, but like you said, they're they're not great either. Yeah, the the Megatron, the six shot is Megatron. I'm just like that's a really weird choice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a Springer in the a Springer in the uh, Brawn titan masters mold mm-hmm. that's that one's kind of interesting who is the uh who is the dog looking thing next to optimus is that ravage no so that is that is the lock jaw or i think they call them long jaw or something like that okay. he was uh, a cassette yeah he was a okay, cassette yeah, yeah. Yep. um but i think what they're meaning it to be there is leo prime because he's with an optimus prime yeah, he's I, with a headmaster too. Yeah. Pictures, yeah. So I think that's what they were meaning him to be, but yeah. again, that pretty obscure references and shit, just something that I wouldn't have been interested in, even though I'm a prime collector. Yeah. 
Yeah, the six shot looks. I mean, it looks odd as a Megatron. You know, I can see the face and all on him, but the helmet is hilarious. Yeah. That big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, PowerCon. Uh, Nate and I always get his fucking last name right. Uh, wrong. Uh, Bartich. I think it's the way uh, they pronounce it. good enough. Yeah. Uh, Nate is a cool guy. I met him at San Diego Comic-Con, one of my first years waiting Mm -hmm. for Mattel exclusives, back Mm -hmm. before you could do the pre-order shit. Uh, Met him in line, and so we were in line for like an hour. So this was when he was doing artwork for the Four Horsemen line. Didn't he just come out with 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 a new poster? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's it's just, pretty awesome. I've seen it. Yeah, and now he's moved on to doing official master stuff. Uh, right. Oh, I didn't even realize he did illustrations for Val's MV, MVC creations that did mm-hmm. the master's uh, comic book for a while. Uh, he's a concept artist for Tweeterhead busts. He did the Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain polystone uh, uh statues and uh yeah he's He's got his hands in a little bit of everything yeah so uh last year when i was at PowerCon, uh he just kicked it with uh the four horsemen i mean i think he was there with the four horsemen officially um so that was kind of cool that when we were all hanging out yeah, that's right. I was cool hanging out with the four horsemen. Uh, yeah, you know, just hanging out with them guys. Yeah, you know. No big deal. <laughs> hey, Corn Boy's the one that showed me fucking Snapchat. Or, yeah, Snapchat is where you can do the funny faces. <laughs> the filters. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, dude, you have a daughter? My daughter loves these things. I'm like, holy shit, that is cool. <laughs> and ever since now, Jessica's the Snapchat. Yeah. They go, yeah. She's crazy on it now. But. Yeah. Um, so he'll be there along with the four horsemen and four horsemen are bringing some exclusives. I see this. I thought we talked about this on the last one, but I looked at the show notes and didn't see it. It might've been a last minute thing we threw in. I I wasn't on the last show. So yeah, I know (laughs) (laughs) now, now I'm looking at the picture here. They're, they're mythic legion. They sure to hell do look like He-Man and Skeletor. Exactly. That's you know, what's it, dope. it looks like the, the He-Man with the beard, which I love, like the older looking He-Man. Yeah, more barbarian Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that was always my big problem with He-Man as a barbarian. I'm like, where the fuck do they get razors? To yeah, how do they shave so cleanly every day? <laughs> Prince Adam. Every time he transforms, it burns the hair off his face. Oh, there you go. That's a good explanation. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so they did this last year. They did one of their Mystic Legion orcs as a weapon master. So they painted him in uh, man-at-arm colors. Mm -hmm. So they're doing the same thing. They're going to take their barbarian and one of their skeleton warriors, and it looks like they're going to paint him. Uh, like He-Man and Skeletor. And, I have a feeling these are going to be hot. Yeah, I more yeah. than the orc is man at arms yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but so that'll be nice. I I I love that. That's one of the exclusives. I don't have to worry about. I'll. I can't wait to see full pictures of those when they release them. And they last year too for you know for people that aren't as cool as I am, you know, (laughs) yeah, 
<laughs> well, I don't know. You did hang out with the four horsemen. So. Uh, for for the general masses, you know, you, uh, I think last year they there was a ability to pre-order it and everything. So oh, okay, so well, that's I, good. That, that's good news. Yeah, I think even if you're not able to make it, that you still be able to get these if you really want them. So they're expensive. I think it was thirty five bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, they're pricey, but they're worth it, man. These the mythic legions oh, yeah. are just absolutely insane. You're not getting anything like these anywhere else. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Especially now that Super Seven's doing masters, you're not yep. you're not going to see anything better than Mattel did. That's no. for sure. That's for sure. Um, let's see, STC, oh, speaking of Masters, SDCC, uh, Funko showed their, uh, Motu exclusives. Again, these aren't my thing, but. Yeah, they're still cool looking. Yeah, good choices. A glow-in-the-dark, uh, scare glow, uh, pop. So that's cool. I probably would actually want that if it was. Yeah, be I, I, I like that. Ridiculously hard to get. And then something we dug. Um, well, we weren't. I wasn't too sure of it, and then I saw how big it was, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's actually kind of cool." Is the Dorbs? You get a yeah. battle armor Skeletor with a plucked. Pen- yeah. yeah, like that is that is even cooler than the E-Man one. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's awesome. <laughs> and then. The least interesting one, in my opinion, the rock candy, which is their like little. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of other lines that do this. Um, they, you have DC bombshells. You have uh, another company. Um, I want to say it's Gentle Giant does. Oh, it's. Uh, Kotobukiya does. Yeah, does the female, yeah. Like yeah. horror guys and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, but, uh, yeah, not, if, if one were to fall in my lap, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But even though I have somebody that can get me Comic Con exclusives, those Funkos are ridiculous, dude. Yeah. Like, well, I, I, I'm yeah. the complete opposite. I love the Shira. I think it's awesome. <laughs> oh, really? I'm just, I, I do. I don't know what it is about Shira. I just, I've, Almost anything comes out of hers, I like. And I got so much shit uh, for collecting the pop figures, you know, the the classics. <laughs> uh-huh. you know, for all my friends, and they would say, like, why do you have, like, a hundred female figures? <laughs> I was like, well, I like them, so. Just my ass. <laughs> What's that, a movie? Oh, uh, Grandma's Boy. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Where he's yeah. masturbating to the female <laughs> figure. <laughs> Like, no, it was never. It was never a sexual attraction or anything like that. I just think they're cool. Okay. You know, I mean, I just. It's just. Uh, I don't know. I just think female barbarian is cool. No, I agree. But she's more like a. She's more like a princess as opposed yeah, to a barbarian. Yeah. But. Um, all right, primitive skateboarding Optimus Prime. So this piqued my ears up when I seen this. Cause just because of it being primitive skateboarding, yeah, yeah. Well, and do you know? Just because I know Paul Rodriguez. Paul Rodriguez is the you know he's the founder of that that company. Oh, okay, yeah. He's one of my favorite skaters. Yeah. See, and he was before my time, even. Yeah. So, yeah. Or he not, skates for Nike. not before he was after my time, I should say. Yeah. Because I yeah, didn't he even for know Nike. Him. He's a he, he signed a big shoe deal with Nike, and he does a lot of the do tours and all that, and street league skateboarding championships. So. Um, so it's a Power Master Prime, black yep. and gold. Uh, and what is kind of cool is this extra piece, the 
the two ramps with like the grinding rail or whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call it. I thought and, that was so cool. <laughs> and <laughs> like then like, the yeah, the little airboard or whatever yeah, you want to call yeah. it for him. So that's kind of a cool thing. But again, yeah. easy pass, even being a prime collector. <laughs> uh, and then the Joe one, this is one I'm really excited about. And this has had really mixed reactions. Dude, uh, I love, I love this with a capital L. Yeah, me too. I'm like, what I heck? had this. As a kid, okay, it was a, a Sears exclusive, and I remember setting it up. My father would have a train garden every single year at the house, and I had that in the center of my train garden, of his train garden, well, our train garden. Mm. I had basically taken over G.I. Joe's at that point, so it had <laughs> tanks, and but this was like the centerpiece of it. You know, the cover, I had the figures sitting down at the seats and everything, and when I seen you re-releasing this, I about shit myself. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I mean, this is expensive to buy, too, like if the vintage one. Oh, yeah. It's really expensive to come across that, so. Well, because it's cardboard. Yeah, I mean, pers- how... it's just like all the old Star Wars cardboard sets are, are really hard to find. Try to try to get that cardboard Death Star they have, see how much that goes for. <laughs> <laughs> so that, and that's, so that's where the mixed reactions come in is, uh, we get three figures we've already gotten, but we'll, we'll talk about those in a second. The whole <laughs> set is cardboard. Um, you get a file card holder, which now this file card holder is fucking dope. I wish yeah. it was bigger. It doesn't yeah. look like it's, it looks like maybe it's going to hold 20 at yeah. the most. Um, but you get a file card, a little cardboard file card holder. Now the dope thing about this is they are, and this was revealed at JoeCon, is they are meticulously doing the, package to look exactly like the original package yeah it looks like it and while while even though the packaging will be slick modern day like you know how they even do those glossy smooth parts yeah like they're gonna be they're like it's very modern day the back of it looks like that old school duotone Cardboard. Uh, cardboard, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we even, even though it's smooth and nice, we even made it to age. So kind of like it, what they do with the yep. NES stuff by NECA. Yeah. You know? It looks awesome. Yeah. And yeah. now the figures, people are like, oh, three figures we've gotten already. Now the figures are things we've gotten, but they're new recipes. So they changed up the limbs on the Cobra officer and Cobra trooper. And so they're using a new recipe that for the people in the know say, again, I don't ever get this detailed about my shit, but it's cool. The people in the know are like, this is probably the best recipe you could have put in together for Cobra troopers ever. Well, I can see right away that the Cobra commander has a Mickey Mouse logo on his chest. Oh, shut the fuck up. Is it yes, a Mickey? Take, take, take a look at it. It's different than the other two officers. He looks like the Mickey Mouse to me. That's, oh, here we go. Wrong link. Or no, that wasn't me. Oh, I clicked on something there. Let me take yeah, a click look on the three. Click on the picture to three figures. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, so he's got the Mickey Mouse, that's for sure. That's kind of fucked up because the Joe Club did that as an exclusive in 2011. And he goes for pretty big, bu- or not big bucks, but he goes yeah. for about ninety dollars when he was only forty bucks at the show. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's even a yeah. cooler thing for me. Not that I've really give a shit about the Mickey Mouse version. And if you don't know what we're talking about, 
back in the back when they first did Cobra Commander. Straight arms. Yeah, he was a mail away. Oh, and I didn't. Did you snap that he's a straight arm too? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was. That's what I was saying. Oh, like, so I didn't even. Yeah. Oh, so are the. Oh, anyways. Uh, so they did a. <laughs> an error rolled off where the Cobra logo kind of got splotchy and it made it look like he, the Cobra was wearing a Mickey mouse hat. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very sought after. Yeah. The one that's, that's not, you know, sketchy. Like well, in the, cause the emblems being intact is the most difficult thing about yeah. any vintage Cobra, yep. you know? Oh yeah. Like storm shadows to find like that. They'll say, They'll say the condition of the emblem because that's what most people are concerned mm-hmm. about. Yeah, loving that shit. Me too. And then something else I love that is not G.I. Joe, and I don't know how they're getting away with this. It looks very G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, but and and I'm all about it. This I am like on this shit like fucking flies on shit is they have the Walking Dead Shiva Force. And yeah. it, it comes, and if you're not watching the Walking Dead, and I don't... Are you watching it? I, I am, but we're not okay, caught so up. Okay, you know, so you know who Ezekiel okay, so is? No, or? no, I do know who Ezekiel is. Okay. We're, okay. we're, um, we're on the middle of Uprising, so they haven't okay. uprised yet. That's where gotcha. we're at. So, but we know who Ezekiel is, and if you don't know, there's a character that has a tiger in, <laughs> in the show. He's pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, and so they made Tiger Force Rick Michonne Ezekiel, and then an actual tiger. Yeah, Shiva, <laughs> Shiva the tiger, the Bengal tiger, and it comes in a box set. But then once you take them out of the box set, they're individually carded, and they. They are using the Tiger Force logo. They're using the burst. They're using the GI, they're using the GI Joe's uh, font. This had to have been approved. I can't yeah. imagine that this wasn't approved by Hasbro. Yeah, because it says The Walking Dead, a real apocalypse hero, just <laughs> yeah. like Joe logo. It's cool. I'll say that. Dude, I love it. I love it, dude. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that like Walking Dead fans are like, what the fuck is this? And yeah, you're going to have Walking Dead fans get trying to get that NGI Joe's. Well, and that's what I'm afraid of. And what's kind of shitty about them is they're five inch figures instead of being four inch. But uh, okay. so they're a little bit bigger. Yeah. So I'm yeah. hoping. I hoping it's just off enough for Joe people not to care about it, and it's just yeah. off enough for Walking Dead people. Oh, I don't know about it. that. It's pretty Joe. It's pretty close <laughs> to anything Joe I've seen. But if it's not three and three quarter, that's usually yeah, that's a deal true. breaker. It's kind know. of an awkward size, five inch. So yeah. It might, it might scare him away. So, um, And then last up, Movie Optimus Prime with a certified piece of of a tire from Optimus Prime in the movie. Now, if you know anything about cars and movies, they have nine of each car, you know, for everything they need to do. So who knows if this is from a stunt truck or what, but it is an actual sliced, yeah, sliced piece of tire with the certificate of authenticity. And uh, T X six put it really good on uh, Shattered Cast when he was like, 
He's like, looking at that certificate, uh, that doesn't look too hard to just like run that <laughs> off at Kinko's yeah. and cut up a yeah. piece of tire yeah. and say, I wanted to keep the figure, but I'm offering this up for 10 bucks and sell 500 yeah. of them. You know? Almost reminds me of um, the sports cards where they have the jerseys, cut, cut off pieces of jerseys and print it in the cards. Oh, I've never seen those. Yeah, yeah, they have like jersey pieces of like game used jerseys, you know. And same thing. I mean, you know how many jerseys baseball players have or football players? <laughs> yeah, one each game. If you're yeah. that guy, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, I remember. I can't remember who it was, but I was reading an article on a on a fucking NFL guy, and he wears anytime he takes a pair of socks off, he wears a new pair of socks. So, and he'll change his socks during halftime. So that was the big thing. He always had to have a pack of new socks in his locker. So he never ran out of new socks. I'm like. Can we talk about how shitty that truck looks, though? The paint on it? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's bad. Now, I have this figure. And this this is better than the one I have because the one I have has a bright orange sword and a baby blue shield. So, nice. <laughs> so at least this one has, like, good color, and it has some of the gold that he has on it. But, yeah, I mean, it it's not bad. The figure itself is 30 bucks in the store. So, and they... Ex- a piece of tire? No, no, so... Okay. This is an exclusive or something. Yeah. You're okay. Well, yeah, because we're talking about Comic-Con. So well, I know, but but I I was but you know how they like they put stuff up on the website where you can buy it and things like that. So yeah, no, this old this is a Comic Con exclusive. So gotcha. it's but it's the retail figure, slightly repainted. Gotcha. Uh, but again, Optimus Prime collector don't need that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that, somebody it'll it'll make people want it more because of that tire. Oh God, I mean, like I say, I'm. I'm a very, uh, I'm a very, uh, while he's a focused character, I'm casual compared to a lot of people. A lot of people have to have anything that's called Optimus Prime, and basically just that. Anything that's called Optimus yeah. Prime, you know? Yep. Uh, let's see. New Jersey Comic Con is coming up, and Boss Fight again will have a new exclusive there. And this I'm really digging. If anyone's, uh, they had these on sale after the show last year, but if anyone's going to New Jersey Comic Con and wants to grab me one of these, I'll pay cost plus shipping plus a beer. No problem. Uh, this is, what is it? The Blasted Land Orc? Is that what the fucking, what's this? Uh, yeah, Blasted Land, so Savage Warrior. Uh, so it's their orc from their new series. Uh, so he's painted like maroon. Um, ooh, those eyes are a little wonky. So he has big red eyes, like bright red. Yeah. Might he, looks been... better with the, he looks better with the helmet on. Yeah, or his head down, <laughs> like in yeah. the packaging. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's got uh he's got two different helmets. He has amazing I I think it's the uh I think it's the Road Warrior lover in me from WWF. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you have spiked <laughs> shoulder pauldrons. Yeah. Damn, that's exactly who it looks like. You're right. I'm yep. like spiked shoulder pauldrons, yep. I'm all about it. Yeah. 
let's see. Uh, so yeah, uh, that'll be at August your, Saturday, August twelfth, August twelfth, thirteenth. Yeah, I, so I, I hook Jason up. I will prepay. I, I am not uh, just like my Joe exclusive. The guys you, may like, get a, you may even get a naked selfie. Depends. <laughs> Uh, let's see Hascon so there's a little video that talks about the Transformers experience <laughs> so this is kind of crazy how they're doing this Is uh, it looks like these VIP packages that are $600 a piece for Hascon that we've talked shit about previously and maybe you <laughs> didn't maybe it was on the last show um, but uh, it, so they're talking about like uh, uh, Frank Welker's gonna be there, which I've never seen Frank. I would love to see him. Uh, Peter Collins gonna be there. Stan Bush is gonna do a little concert there. So they're, they're, they're trying to do what BotCon has done in the past. Um, they did say that there's gonna be an exclusive as part of that package. They didn't say what that is. Um, but still, we're still talking fucking six hundred dollars, dude. Yep, yep. Um, that's September eighth through the tenth in Rhode Island. Now I that's do big ballers, man. Yeah, I do know. See, and this is what's crazy is, uh, um, I do know that uh, a tour of Hasbro is one of the benefits to doing the VIP package. So if you're going to go to this and you're going to go to Rhode Island, you got to do the VIP package. I mean, the, that tour is the thing that makes it most worth it. Now in 2007, BotCon was in Rhode Island and it only cost you $65 to go on a Hasbro <laughs> tour <laughs> in, on, on top of the box set. Now granted, but yeah, so a little bit of discrepancy in price. Uh, what was crazy about that is Daryl DePriest, while there wasn't a Hasbro panel, Daryl DePriest was there representing Hasbro at JoeCon this weekend or last weekend. And, uh, and so they brought him up at the end of the club panel and had him do a Q&A. And basically people just started roasting him about Hascon, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and he said, look, last week, now this was a week ago, and he said the week before that. So what are we talking here? We're talking about the 18th. So on June 11th. And this is on 9-11, or the weekend of 9-11. Mm -hmm. uh, he was tapped to create a G.I. Joe Con experience that would be worth it for the $600. That's going to be tough. Yeah. And and he says he, he's working on it. And, and that was his whole thing. He's like, I want your input. What would mm -hmm. make it worth it to you to go to Hascon for six hundred dollars? And then, of course, everybody, if you're a Joe fan, yeah, yeah. And then everybody just started mocking him, and it's like, come on, he's he's seriously trying to get your input yeah. because he has three weeks to come up with a joke, a GI Joe experience for the convention that will draw the exact people that are at JoeCon, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how you do it, 
because if he was just told two weeks ago, there's no way to get an exclusive unless, <laughs> unless maybe you get a San Diego Comic-Con missile center. I, I would assume that's probably what you get, right? Yeah, it's I would the, think. It's the Be only part thing, of it anyway. Yeah, it's the only yeah. thing they could do that quickly is just say, okay, save a hundred of those for Hascon or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? But, uh, yeah, so he's gonna work on it. So there is, there is gonna be a joke, a G.I. Joe presence there. There's, they've been pushing the Transformers for months now. Um, but yeah, just, yeesh. I, I mean, and, and it's just, I mean, I know, I know the fans get frustrated and they, they lash out, but like, it's as if he's the one really making the decisions on things, you know, he's just the face of, of those brands, but he's not the ones making the financial choices of they're going to make product or not. Yeah. That's you know, exactly that's right. not, that's not him. It's just like, uh, when Scott used to do, you know, Maddie, same stuff with him, you know, yeah. I'm not saying he was my favorite person in the world, but you know, he definitely got a lot of flack that he didn't deserve. Time exactly. to time. Exactly. These guys are just collectors and fans, yeah. yep. but I'm the same way. I love web design. I want to make the most fabulous websites I possibly can. When I'm at work, I have to adhere to a whole bunch of rules and best practices and yep. all this kind of shit that waters down everything I do. And in the end, and in the end of any decision, it always comes down to cost and money. Exactly. No matter what it is, if they're not going to make money or it's going to cost too much money, you're not going to get it. That's exactly right. That's that's how my work is. Yep, mine too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Now, our favorite thing, right, Vern? Here we go. Here we go. Tickets are finally up. Yep. TFCon. We are just talking about that the other day. Fuck yeah. And now I, and I'm going to send this question out so hopefully people can answer. If not, I'll, I'll ask people that have gone in the past. But so TFCon DC coming up at the end of September. Uh, tickets are on sale now. So that is the con I will be flying out and staying with Vern at, staying with Vern for. Yes. Um, so we'll be doing the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to get a weekend pass. Now, my question is, the way the customizing class thing reads is that we don't have to buy the figure. It's saying everything is provided. Do you want to do that? It's only right, so- 85 bucks. Okay, so what do I get? What do I get for eighty five bucks? Okay, so did I link to it? I think I yeah. I'm looking at it now. I'm looking okay. at it now. But I'm just saying, yeah. Okay. I'm... So now this is su- supposedly this is for TFCon Toronto. So I don't know if this is the same thing for DC, and that's what I need to find out. Um, and maybe I'll approach them like a podcast, <laughs> like, hey, we really need to find out if this is what you're doing. So this is a third-party MMC figure. So they're they're one of the better third-party companies. If you haven't okay. been following, but us. you don't know who you're getting yet. We don't know who it is. No, we do. We do. Nope. So click the customizing class figure. Um, wait a right, where's that at? Right next to the tickets, customizing oh, class. Oh, says details. No, it says hi details. I might be on a different page than you. Hold on a second. Let me go back okay. out. Oh, okay, I got you. Here we go. Okay. Okay. I see it. Got you. Okay, he's awesome. Like it. Yeah, so the alt mode is like a Cybertronian truck. Okay. 
Um, and then, so what you're making is a Beast Wars Optimus Prime is what we're going to customize it into. Um, they don't show, it must have been a different article where I saw the swords. Um, so one of the more, more prolific, like add-on kit developers, uh, is doing a custom head for it. And then custom swords that'll match the curved swords of the original Beast Wars Optimus Prime. So basically in the past, what this has been is just solid color pieces. And then, and then, so during the class, we'll, we'll paint you assemble it like it comes unassembled from the factory. Mm -hmm. So you, that's like been one of the things I'm really does it come That's in gray? Like, uh... Is it just gray? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it comes in the the base colors. So I'm okay. sure the white ones come in white and the dark gray comes in dark gray. But you get the paint, you get the upgrade kit, and from what I'm reading, you get the figure. Like I say, I thought last year you had to buy the figure and then pay for the class, but I'm, I may be mistaken. Okay, so what that. you're thinking is $80 includes everything, the class plus the figure. You get this figure. You get a, okay. and this figure was a hundred bucks by itself. Hmm. So I'm thinking if this what, it, if this is what it turns out to be, I'm thinking I want to do it. So what, okay. what are you feeling? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it because, so here's the thing I'll give you. Because I don't want to say I'm going to be a scalper, but more than likely that's what I would do with the figure. Hey, I'm not going to keep it. You know what I mean? More power to you. Build the whole thing. Yeah. And, and then make I would a, like to go, I would like to go and hang out with you and just experience it more so than just going to do the figure. I just rather just go for the experience of it. So I, I probably will do it. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Go and do it. Try to paint the figure. The cool thing about paint is you can sell the, you can remove the paint and then mm -hmm. sell the figure as assembled but not painted. Yeah. And dude, it'll sell. Like yeah. all of these customizing shit always sells for at least what the class would cost. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was telling Vern, that was the cool thing about JoeCon last year was it was the first time I've been going to BotCons and JoeCons for nine years. First time I did the customizing class. And the coolest thing was just sitting there for six hours talking to people and yeah. then, and then going to lunch and saying, Hey, who wants to go with lunch with us? So we went to right. lunch with fucking noted author, James Cavanaugh, you know, and nice. the, the people we went to lunch with were with the people we hung out with the whole weekend, you know? Right. So I thought now, that was kind of cool. Can we drink and do shots during this class? Dude. My shots are in a water bottle, so that's we, what I'm saying. We can that's do eatery bottle, water oh, bottle. Yeah. Okay. Oh right. yeah, sounds good. sounds good. Oh yeah, trust me. I if you look at my custom from last year, you can definitely tell I was do actually. <laughs> it turned out really well. I was actually impressed with my shit, Damn. but oh. uh, but yeah, I was thoroughly drunk the entire time. Yeah. Okay. Well, I get paid this Friday coming up. I'll probably pick up my tickets on Friday. Yeah, because the customizing okay. class has nothing to do with the tickets. So right. I, I'm going well, to get my the weekend pass. I'm going to yeah. get the weekend pass and then do the customizing class. One, well, like I say, hold off. Let me find out because that may not be the figure we're doing. And if we're doing a figure I don't want, I'm not gotcha. going to do it. You know? All right. That's so. fine. Just let me know one way or the other. Okay. 
All right. Well, that was a fucking, that was a, a lot of con news. Killer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the bulk of the show this week. That, and we had, we do have a lot of listener feedback and questions too, but, uh, let's go ahead and take a break. I need to, I need to pee pee. Okay. Um, and then we'll let the recording back up. And so we'll fucking see you guys. We'll be back these. with some toy news. Messages, bitches. Yep. Please. Peace. I got it! Wow! Here it is, the USS Flag aircraft carrier. Imagine being on the deck of this aircraft carrier. The USS Flag is fantastic! It's so big! Oh my god, little mustache! You're ready to launch aircraft! Where's the aircraft? Not here! G.I. Joe! Fire! We start Cobra! Joe! Joe! USS Flag aircraft carrier comes with what you see here. Other figures and equipment sold separately. Guys, welcome back. Uh, let's hey. go. <laughs> hey. Hey. I love it. Uh, I, I answer my phone. Hi. People are like, is this Jason's phone? <laughs> All right. Uh, toy news. Uh, Transformers movie toy news. Uh, so there was a, a brand chat. This has been kind of interesting. Uh, they did this for, uh, Marvel Legends as well as, uh, you had brand representatives that did a, like an audio meeting, like a online meeting with some mm -hmm. of the fan sites and did a little presentation. And Good they, idea. Yeah. Uh, not, especially now that they don't do the Q and A's anymore mm -hmm. through the, through their marketing company. Um, again, nothing really like groundbreaking here. Uh, you can kind of look through, uh, you can look through the show notes if you want, but not a lot of just like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> especially because it's such a fucking, oh, maybe this questions. Let's see this. Uh, Oh, Valvatron, which we've been talking about. Not intended to be part of lore, just a fun crossover. Mm. Uh, let's see. Premier editions. More new mold items are coming. Oh, because the uh, premier editions have been heavy or been either repaints or slight remolds. Um, also allowed movie accurate decos, enhanced decos. Yeah. Oh, the Cybertron Primus wanted to capture the fact that it was a planet. When you open them up, the bright orange represents the core of the planet. The uh, magma. Yeah, the magma. <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't give a shit about tiny turbos. Uh, the design, how has the design process changed since 2007? Using assets from Paramount, using what they have ready, increasing articulation, increasing deco complexity, being more film accurate, designing specifically for different segments, fans, kids, etc. Uh, Drift started with the old figure remixed along with Takara's new work, uh, Remixed along with Takara to rework the transformation and get it representing the Mercedes. Which is uh, the most important thing. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, will store exclusives see release in non-U.S. markets? Yes. All are available to the global markets. They have been or will be offered to retailers in each market. Yeah, and that's the whole thing is they offer every exclusive to every market. That doesn't mean they'll be released in those markets. You know, they have to find a retailer that will take them. Mm-hmm. Um is there anything planned past what we've seen today for the last night? What we've seen today is the end of, oh, that's crazy. What we've seen today is the end of the last night line proper, but movie verse figures will not end there. There's another movie coming next year, so they will be fading into other movie focus lines after this. Oh, that's kind of crazy. So, so what movie's coming next? Is that the Bumblebee movie? Yeah, the Bumblebee okay. one. So they're saying we haven't seen, we won't see any new product. So this product has to carry us until the fucking release that's- of the Bumblebee movie shit. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Um. Cool. Um. Let's see. Uh, we get. Cogman, uh, an official look at Cogman, which Cogman is kind of cool. I'm, I'm digging it. I like, I like both modes on mm-hmm. him, and I like that he's a movie verse figure that has a headmaster. So, yeah, I was gonna say headmaster seemed to be the big thing right now. Huh? Now the only thing I can't tell is <laughs> the headmasters always should be able to ride in it like that is like a requirement. Yeah. Yeah, I'm blowing it up. It looks, uh, well, it looks like his legs might bend. Oh no, that he'll his legs will bend, but mm-hmm. like, how would you get him to the car? Maybe the whole. Maybe the top I would say the maybe car? the maybe the top comes up. Yeah, so yeah. that'll be kind of cool. I'm kind of interested in that. Again, nowadays nothing is an automatic buy. Like I'm like yeah. I gotta see reviews of everything. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, Primus repaint as Cybertron has hit. I've seen retail. this the other day. Oh, I've did you? I did. Yep. I've seen it. Yeah. I sure did. Do you need it? Nah, I have the original. I like the colors. I, yeah. I like, uh, I like the deco on it, but even what was it like 10 years later, I bought it. Brand new and packaged for 60 bucks. So 20 bucks more than it was when it originally came out. And, and that's still fucking, you know, what is that fucking more than half of what, or less than half, more than half of what this, no, that's not the right way to say it. God damn it. Of too many <laughs> shots in. I was going to say, uh, it is, it is more than half the price of this. Or less than half the price of this. That's the way I want to see it. <laughs> what are you what are you doing shots of? Vodka? Yeah. Oh Lord, oh, yeah. here we go. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Trust me. And I was trying to be good. I really wanted to take more before this. <laughs> so you took two shots while you were taking a piss and two shots as you were coming back from taking a piss. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, looks like we're going to get a bunch of two packs. Uh, one of them is going to be Megatron and Skulltron. So this is another Toys R Us exclusive. Mm. So the Megatron is the Stealth Bomber Deluxe Megatron. And then okay. the... So that's like an old, that's like a, that's a, a recent 2000, or something. Yeah, 2013. Yeah. yeah. 
from okay. the generation slide. And then the Skullatron is a remold of uh, Steelbane <clears throat> from the movie. So I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. It might mm-hmm. be, you know, this is a movie about people turning bad. So maybe, yeah. um, and then we get, uh, the other two pack his, I haven't seen that one yet, but I have seen this one in Toys R Us. And this is the, uh, deluxe, uh, movie Optimus Prime. And then the old school 2007 movie, uh, protoform Optimus Prime, which is I have some... not seen this one. Oh, do you not remember it from way back then? No, no, I mean, I haven't seen it out yet. Oh, I, 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 I was at the Toys R Us the other day and I didn't see it, these. Yeah, and I have that Prime, and then uh, I dig the protoform, I dig kind of the concept of that they're just this like meteorite heading Shit. to Earth before they've scanned anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I bought the Takara one a couple years ago. That is actual Optimus Prime colors. Mm. It's, it's red and blue. So no interest there. And then we get another two pack. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, and this one's actually kind of cool, all except for the price. So this is a War for Cybertron Optimus Prime and then a repaint of Titan's Return Cup as um, as Orion Pax. All right, so, where are you seeing this? I am lost. Oh, here. sorry. Uh, it is the one literally titled Another Two-Pack. Right, I'm on that, but okay, never mind. I see it now. I got okay. you. Sorry. No, it's okay. I know it's hard for Mac users to use Windows. Yeah, it's opening a little, my list's a little slow today, but it's good. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it looks dope. Translucent tires on it. I always dig that. And then I'm a fan of Orion Pax. If you got, Orion Pax was Optimus Prime before he became a Prime. So that was his Cybertron. That was the Cybertronian, and then when he, when he becomes a Prime, his name becomes Optimus Prime. Mm. Uh, the problem is, is this is sixty fucking dollars for two deluxes. Two yeah, deluxes. that's crazy. So even at even at today's prices of fifteen to twenty bucks a deluxe, it's still fucking too much. Especially because I have that Optimus Prime in like three, the the War for Cybertron one in like three different versions. But I'll be looking for that, that Orion <laughs> Pax, because I do like that cut mold. I think it's dope. I love that little truck. So, um, let's see. We get a pink Bumblebee. Is that his girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> well, and what's crazy is... What did they say here? It says, uh, so this is a Wonderfest exclusive of the Dark of the Moon, a laser beak. Hmm. That's, I don't know if this is a a uh, mistranslation or what. Yeah, my my Chinese is not that good, so I can't read it. (laughs) (laughs) So Dark of the Moon, like Jesus Christ. So a mold from seven years ago. Yeah, but painted pink. I mean, some people are like, I am all about painted that. pink, and his name's Laserbeak. That yeah. doesn't make, a, yeah, it doesn't make an ounce of sense. No. So, mm-hmm. but 
kind of. Cool. I mean, we've seen we've seen errors before on boxes, so it wouldn't yeah, surprise. That's exactly right. Um, let's see, uh, Super Seven. Hey. Maybe Laserbeak is his like um, transgender name or something, or you know, his cross-dressing name. <laughs> his uh, his uh, TQ name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Super Seven put out uh, their next episode of their Supercast, and yes, was, I like these things. It was probably the worst one ever, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, not only for the fucking they're trying to have too much fun with it I'm sorry just be like Scott sit in front of a camera and fucking talk about your shit you know I don't need the editing and the fucking jokes but whatever the the figures on a ship going across the sea (laughs) the Thundercats announcement was pretty bad (laughs) yeah so what, what made it shitty was they have confirmed that they will not be doing Thundercats so people that like me that said, Oh, I'm going to buy into it. I'm sure super seven will get the license to finish them. The third set of Thundercats in five years that we're not going to get finished. He basically said, um, who, what's, who has the brand? Um, uh, it was universal. I think. Yeah. They basically said to him that they can no longer give them the rights to, the Thundercats. So they're assuming there could be something in the works of a new cartoon or something along those lines. So yeah, that's that's how he sugarcoated it. Was yeah. like, hopefully this means there's a reboot coming. <laughs> right. yep. Like, yep. so that sucks. But uh, so they talk about the no the new Motu muscles. That's the mm-hmm. the trash can versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did say that the ultimate editions are on their way. Finally. Yep. They're coming uh, across from from this in, in cargo containers on a boat the, on a boat, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, just following up on the pre-orders because uh, I think this came out before the pre-orders closed. Yeah, um, but yeah, and uh, if you were a fan of the worst figures that line that they did, it was only releasing box sets. You can get them individually now. So yeah. if you're a fan of those, you can pick those up. Um, there's pro- probably about eight to ten different ones um, you can pick up. So if you like those, get them single carded. And they were kind of cool. Like I, yeah. I, at first, I was like, oh, they're just doing their own like knockoff versions of Universal monsters. Pretty much. Um, but like, it's kind of cool. Like the Reaper is a robot, and uh, you know they they're doing a very the vampire is an actual bat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So it's kind of cool how they're doing their variation on it. But uh, so again, show notes top of openyourtoys.com. We have links to the actual video or just uh, on YouTube, Google Supercast 3. Sorry, just in between subjects. Can you hear her? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's fine. We know there's going to be noise. <laughs> I'm trying to. Oh, yeah, I turned my damn air conditioner off. I'm sitting in there sweating my balls off. Oh, Vern says, no I, fair. He's sweating no, his I'm balls kidding. off. I'm kidding. Tell no, because you'll yell at me. If you hear the air conditioner come on one time, you'll yell at me. Yeah, I will. It's okay. because I'll yell at him because the air because he doesn't want to turn his air conditioner on. Oh. It's just Vern. Say, hi, Vern. Hey. Hi, Vern. Hi. <laughs> All right, sorry, I Hey, it's always good to have a Miss Favorite sighting. Yeah, you always want. We we'll, we we'll always appreciate a cameo. Yeah. 
All right, leave my lights alone. Leave it alone. You can take that one. You can take that one with you. Thank you. Sorry, guys. Bye, guys. I got these uh, lights on clearance at Target. Uh, They're kind of cool. They're uh, motion sensor lights, Mm -hmm. and they're just like they're like these little flat uh, flat circles. Uh, so I put them on the, on the display stand as you walk into my room. So they'll light up. Nice. But every time she walks into my room, she's like, she wants to take one with her (laughs) bright, shiny things. I don't have that. (laughs) Um, all right. Uh, on, uh, on an even sadder note, this story is disheartening. Very disheartening. And, and I gotta say like, this has just gotta be. This has just got to be something like like uh, being a kleptomaniac, you know, yeah. where he can't yeah. control it. Because uh, so Steve Sansweet is one of the nicest. I mean, I've never met him in person, but everything I've ever seen about the guy, he's one of the nicest people. He's a huge Star Wars fan. He does constantly giving back. The community. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. He used to be head of the the Lucasfilm fan club. I mean. This guy, when you think of Star Wars, you, you can't not think of him being involved with it. And to do something like that to this guy, like you said, you got to have something wrong with you. Yeah, and I and I can feel it. I mean, back in the day, back in the day, especially when I was a kid, I was a conniving little asshole. I stole from friends. I did all kinds of fucked up. Yeah, but shit. you were a kid. This was an adult. No, I know, but you know what I'm saying. But I still to this day, when I'm in a convenience store for too long and no one shows up, I'm like, I could probably just take some stuff right now, you know. Like, yeah, and I'm a 40 year old man, and those thoughts run through my head. Yeah. So. That's what I got to think of that this was, was somebody that was a friend of Rancho Obi-Wan systematically stole things over over a period of months. And it didn't get discovered until he actually stole a rocket-firing fucking Boba Fett prototype. Yeah, and yeah that's so, going to get noticed sooner or later. Yeah, exactly. In this tight of a community, there's only yeah. so many of them. And there's only gonna there's and there's only gonna be because the article says that that have either has the stuff has been resold uh, is over a hundred things stolen, and it has been resold or professionally appraised for a total of more than two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that is a lot of money. And there's and there's only gonna be so many items that are gonna be graded that grade without people going. Wait a minute, haven't I seen this before? You know. So, yeah, that, I mean that's like a per piece average of two thousand dollars a yeah. piece for action figures, you know. Yes. yes. So and, a lot of money. That's greed and, at its finest. Yeah, and and what sucks is they figured out who it was, and mm-hmm. and the guy is really sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he has felony uh, theft charges against him. I guess he is sorry. Yeah. Well, and who knows. Hold on one second. Okay. Yeah, baby. It's okay. Just put it on the table. I'll fix it when I come out. Oh, good job. <laughs> She's talking so good now. She is. Her yeah. her speech therapy has mm-hmm. been helping tons. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where 
just just awful. Just don't yeah. be, don't be a bad guy. Yeah. I mean, no matter. Oh shit! Oh, I didn't see. I didn't see this list of shit that was yeah. stolen. All the way at the bottom. Look at that, man. Oh, wow. A lot of four stuff. A lot of twelve backs. Oh shit! That Lego Millennium. I have one of these. Mm-hmm. I, I am scalping one of these for some serious money on eBay mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, wow, that Falcon itself, I've had offers for up to $3,000 on mine. Jeez. Wow. And I keep telling people, I just listed it a couple weeks, because it's listed for 5000 mm-hmm. But that's that's so I can vet out. Like, some, some guy is like, I want to buy this and get it graded. And I'm like, nope, not selling it to you. Yeah. I want to fucking sell it to somebody that's going to open it and enjoy it. You yeah. Know? Yep. But... So sad shit there. Um, yeah, happy, terrible. Happy shit. Masterpiece news. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one, this one's kind of a baffler. It looks like MB10 is going to be released again at mm-hmm. Toys R Us. So I missed it the first time around when it came out. I had it in my hand and put it down and went back and it was I never seen it again. They've done three releases of this outside of that one. Three mm-hmm. Japanese releases. The one so that I like, the one that I had was the one with the clear uh it was a clear one. Um, oh yeah, the I can't remember it was it was a while back. Year of the monkey or not year of the monkey. One of the year of things. Yeah, probably. I, I just know that the, the packaging was clear. Like, you could see through it. You could see the Optimus Prime inside of it. Oh, oh no. That was the original Hasbro yeah. case. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about, yeah. So, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, we do get a new Dinobot pick. So this is the uh, this is the Beastmasters. And I love that... They got the no cell phones, no cameras yeah. sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you see that it's written in Chinese, so whoever, they're probably American, they didn't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, Ghostbusters, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. What camera busters, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> uh, so again, I... I like Beast Wars as kind of my reintroduction to it in a, in a very uh, so happy what, point So what uh, dinosaur is this from Beast Wars? It's uh, So Dinobot is a raptor. So, okay. So click the next one. Click the pamphlet link. And then uh, scroll okay. down and look at the main uh, image. You can see. Oh, okay. So it's a kind of a goofy alt mode but there's not a lot you can do with it um that's the problem with the with the beast wars you know masterpiece ones is Mm -hmm. i mean they do look a hell of a (laughs) lot better than the original toys but it's still to me like oh call this a masterpiece you know (laughs) uh so yeah no interest in that um, let's see. Official Sunstreaker picks. I've seen a lot of this online. People love this thing. Dude. Well, and what was so crazy is like the day this was announced on mm-hmm. all the Facebook groups, people started selling off all their third party <laughs> ones. <laughs> oh, this one's pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And what I love is the, 
even though it looks to be just a figurine, it, it's not an actual figure. There's no articulation. I just love when they include the human figures. Yeah. So yeah, and his wheelchair. Figures. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. The way he's molded, at least it, it looks like he can like sit on his shoulders. But yeah. Again, pass for me. No, my my MP line is for only things I have connections to. You know. Mm-hmm. And I just, I never had Sunstreaker, never cared about him as a, as a kid. Now this next one. one. of my favorites, bro. <laughs> oh, really? Was. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that car. I love Sunstreaker. Um, the one, the, what was the red Lamborghini like him? Um, uh, Sideswipe? Yeah. Sideswipe. Yeah. Sideswipe. Some of my favorites. Yeah. That's so funny. I, I, Lambor jump to my head faster than sideswipe. That's how much I'm into the fucking, <laughs> that's how much the Japanese have infected my nostalgia. Um, the next one I am really excited about, uh, cause I'm a, I'm a cassette junkie is mm-hmm. it looks like we're going to get a Takara Tomy mall exclusive repaint of some of the cassette bots. So, nice. um, these are all homages to uh old school ones released back in the day but more recently they were included with the reissues of encore twin cast and sound blaster the japanese versions of blaster and Soundwave. that's definitely Ratbat, one of them yeah and so and you got uh ravage looks like yeah so ravage is stripes so he's a mm-hmm. tiger so he'll be that's painted cool. like a tiger um, Night Stalker is a black, uh, steel jaw. I think we we're calling him lock jaw earlier, okay. but steel jaw. And then, uh, enemy is a Rimby, uh, rumble frenzy. And mm-hmm. I forget. Let me look at. I'm just and gonna... wild thing is rat bat. Yeah. Let me look at the twin cast. Sound Blaster. I just want to see these. I have them packed away in a box somewhere. Uh, okay, so that Rumble Frenzy is a red version. Um, and then, yeah, the Night Stalker is a black Lockjaw. And then the Wing Thing is like an orange and black Rat Bat. Hmm. So, kind of cool. Yeah, like them. Um, all right. Get back here. And go back in time. Um, third party. Now, there obviously has been a lot more third party news than this, but I got a little <laughs> lazy after doing show notes for three hours this morning. <laughs> uh, so the only third party we, news we have is from a company called X or a company that releases extreme sets. These are cool as shit. I love these. Yeah, I, I started yeah. looking at everything they offer and, and affordable. That's what yeah. I like. Yeah. Um, so these are cardboard backdrops that mm-hmm. you can use in displays or photography yeah. or whatever. I mean, these, these would take your just a, a – a, not not that your figures on display are boring, but you know what I mean, just as a standard – you know, uh, display like you might have on a grain. shelf and you put yeah. these behind it, it would just make it look so much better. Oh yeah. I mean, could yeah. you think about like, so Detals, one of, if not the most popular way to mm-hmm. display figures ever. 
um, all you see is the wall that's behind it because it's all yeah. glass, you know. Yeah. So why wouldn't you just put? You don't even need to put them together. Just put yeah. one panel behind yeah. each shelf. Yeah. Um, but if you do want to put them together, they're not just flat. They do have. Uh, they do make little computer consoles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, they are. 12 inches tall, I believe it said, or they mm-hmm. said they're one twelfth scale, but it's got to be at least 12 inches tall. But they did say for some masterpiece figures, especially the larger ones that are coming out now, it probably wouldn't work. You know, you'd have to take pictures shooting down or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, cool things like subway cars, yeah. uh, you know, things you can think of like uh, uh, shipping yard with a bunch of like shipping containers and stuff like that. And nope. go, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, and you're looking anywhere from like 30 to 50 bucks for a set. Yeah. And that's quite a few, like six or seven 12 inch panels. Yeah. Um, and then they sell sets of sets. So they have like a, a sci-fi one where it's all their different sci-fi ones. So. Yeah. And see, I, I'm going to tell you what I would do because I'm a cheapskate. <laughs> I would buy one, I would buy one set of these, and then I would scan them, and I would print them out on like photo paper, and I would just spray glue them the cardboard and cut them out and make make more. For cheap people like you, exactly, they, that's what I would do. They offer printout versions of these. Well, that's good because you know they, that's a cheap way to do it. <laughs> and I don't know if they're free or not. I guess I assumed they were free. Like, hey, you want to be cheap? Here's a free way. But let's see. <laughs> And, and I was going to say, if you want some really cool tips on displays, take a look at Lotus, the guy, uh, our buddy. Lotus Stark. His, his, yeah, Lotus Stark, his displays are unbelievable. Like, next level shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, really, really nice stuff. Well, when you're displaying $1,000 figures. Yeah, I know, not. but still, I mean, it's just, his, his, like, his stuff is so nice. No, I agree. I agree. It's It's been... It's been amazing checking out his shit. Um, The one thing that I like, because this is really important to me when people make these backdrops, is when they have graffiti, that it's kind of like reputable graffiti. It's not just like bullshit. So they've done a good job there. Um, I like how they got the computer console that comes out, that, that builds into it, you know? Yeah. Well, they had, like that. they had like a, I think they had like a pizza store for turtles where, <laughs> where the panels make the store like a roof and the roof has another three dimensional part that comes up on it. I mean, it's impressive. Yeah. Um, where was I, where did I find, oh, printouts. Let's see. 1990 to 95. Quit. Oh, dang me. Oh, yeah. So not too bad. It looks like they're selling, uh, well, these are their older ones, but like three bucks for a printable version of it. Especially probably because you wouldn't have to, I mean, you're talking about like scanning all the, I bet they're like made to print out on a normal sheet of paper. And now, stuff I, I'm like just that. saying you could, if you had a nice inkjet printer, you know, you could go buy poster board at the dollar store. You know, you could buy five big pieces of poster board 
print those things out and make your own. And uh, you could make them to whatever size you wanted if you had a big enough printer. Well, and we brought it up on a previous episode. NECA did that with Aliens. Like, they put out, like, 15 or 16 different, like, super high-resolution alien backdrops that they've used in their own. They did a three-dimensional version of it for their own photography, but then they took pictures of it and made mm-hmm. high-resolution versions you could print out yourself. Yeah. So that was if you're interested in that, just Google it. I'm sure they're still out there available. Yep. Um, nothing really big. Store report. Uh, we talked about some of the things that are at least from the Transformers movie that are hitting stores, but well, my Kmart's closing. That's a store report. Oh yeah. Finally closing <laughs> after all that shit. And then I I seen a, a, a news article that said that they're closing 20 more Sears down. So apparently the economy is hitting Sears and Kmart's very bad. Okay, so here's your here's your here's your tip is you figure out the last day they're going to be open. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the last day they're going to be open is where they'll drop everything to ninety percent. Okay, and, and take our, a day off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for me it was a Sunday, so it wasn't yeah. too bad. But uh, um, now. It, previously, I've done the same thing, and the employees will tell you, like, at 2 o'clock, everything's going to be 90% off. And so what people do is they go and they just fill carts and then they just sit there for and two wait. hours and yeah. wait until it's 90% off. To go check off. out. Makes sense. So if you're interested, that's yeah. what you need to do. I hear you. I hear you. Well, the last time I was up there, wasn't that much stuff left that I'd be interested <laughs> in, but, you know. At ninety percent off, I might a few other things might pique my interest. I was going to say, at ten cents yeah. on a dollar, you're like, yeah. shit, yeah. I can. All of a sudden, all that sporting goods stuff looks really appealing to me. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, online we do have quite a bit of stuff though. Uh, UPS to raise holiday shipping prices. So this that's is, not shocking. Yeah, this is well, and it's one of those things. It's the first time a shipping company's ever done this is change pricing during a time of year. Mm-hmm. Like uh, USPS, well, everybody, it was the same shit, the same price to ship something in October as it was in December. But Are, nope. they, are they trying to go out of business sooner? Because Amazon is still going to have two-day prime. <laughs> yeah. And USPS delivers Amazon stuff. Well, and it's not, and it's not crazy. We're talking 27 cents more for ground shipping and 81 to 97 cents on expedited. Or per package? No, they're just saying per package. Okay. Well, that's not that bad. Oh, and it says, oh, there's time periods. November 19th through December 2nd, 27 cents more. Mm-hmm. For ground, and then 17th through the 23rd. So as you get closer, it goes up to 27 cents more. Yeah. And I can see that. I mean, these fuckers, it is crazy during the holidays. You see people delivering shit in U-Hauls. Oh, yeah. I've seen people in Priuses. Yeah. Delivering yeah. packages. like Rental vans. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So... No big deal. So yeah. long as they're I mean, not I, saying it's here's the thing. If you want something much. there fast enough and you don't like, you know, you don't have Prime or you know you don't trust USPS, 
you're going to spend the 20, extra 27 cents. Yeah. Or for next day, they're saying a 97 cent fee for two or three day delivery. You're going to pay an extra dollar. Yeah, and you can guarantee, like someone like Amazon, they're not going to say, "Oh, we're going to increase your shipping prices." Yeah. Or, uh... Well, you also got to remember now, Walmart has two day free shipping too. I know that's. Well, you know what I love about that is uh, uh, Walmart now uh, discounts things if you pick up in store mm-hmm. instead yep, they get, of doing yeah, they have it a thing. Too. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I just uh, my mother in law, she buys stuff off of Walmart all the time, gets it delivered, but. Uh, for Sierra's birthday, I got her the new um, Apple TV. Uh-huh. And Amazon, I have Prime, but Amazon does not sell Apple TVs. Oh, so, you know, I went to Walmart, found it there, and it just had the two-day free ship and had it shipped right to the house. Nice. Yeah, and to me, like, because there's a Walmart three blocks from my house, like, yeah, yeah I'll take two bucks off to yeah. go pick it up myself, even though it is a fucking nightmare to pick shit up <laughs> don't get me wrong there it seems like yeah. it's a i always have that wonder in the back time. of my head like are, did they lose this shit like, i picked some of them all <laughs> never had a problem but i always have that in the back of mind like i'm gonna go there and it's gonna be gone or no, you don't know where it's at well and i don't even know what the fuck how their system one i know it's a like dos based text system you know mm-hmm. it's not it's not very user intuitive, but I've picked up things and I said, and they're like, what are you here to pick up? I'm like, I don't know. I just know I have shit. Here's my ID. And I'm like, can you please make sure you get all my packages? And they won't give me all my packages. Like yeah. I'll, I'll get home and they'll be like, warning, your shit's going to get canceled. I'm like, why couldn't they see that I had something else there? You know, yeah. Yeah. but Anyway, the most modern does it. Yeah, not at all. Um, something I always forget about, and and then when they announce it, I'm like, oh yeah, uh, Guru Planet. So these guys tried a Kickstarter with big busted female action figures that didn't go so well both times mm-hmm. they tried it. <laughs> um, and they're they're kind of they're an online toy store, and they tend to scalp. They tend to be very expensive. Mm-hmm. The one thing they're actually more reasonable than most stores with is club exclusives, either Jocon or regular club exclusives. And, uh, and same as the case here. Now, a lot of the Jocon convention exclusives didn't sell out, so they're available through the store. If you are not a member of the store, I will do you a huge favor and I can order things and you don't even have to pay double shipping. I can order something and ship it to you. Nice. So then you're just then you're just paying the cost plus whatever the club charges you for shipping. Now, <laughs> their shipping is expensive. So don't, you know, a $40 thing will cost you $12 to have it shipped. But mm-hmm. if you're interested in anything that's still on there, let me know. Um, but so they have some of the exclusives that are reasonably priced. And then the nice thing is, is they have a lot of the FSS figures on there reasonably priced. I mean, even some of the ones they have up for pre-order, um, like the one that I am going to get is the, uh, Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. He's 40 bucks. That is, he will be $38 if the store ever put, if the club ever puts it up. On now, the why store. do you think they, they, they cut deals on that stuff where, and everything else is higher? What do you think? They just got like a, like an inside connection or something? To I don't, I don't know. I mean, they're, 
See, and then they have a Big Lob on there for 90 and Big mm-hmm. Lob's only 38 bucks. So mm-hmm. I think with the FSS, they, they feel like they might get fucking stuck with shit. Yeah. And so especially on the, these pre-orders, this costs them, well, now, I guess, now they don't have any chance to order more or order less, mm-hmm. but they put these up as soon as they find out about it. So they can get a good gauge of pre-orders before they even have to finalize their order with the club, you know, hmm. but but again, like I say, so that Sub-Zero is a good price. It's about the same price as it's going to be on the club store. But then you have Raptor, which most people don't give a shit about. You know, some of the hardcore guys are like, oh, he's a goofy-ass figure. <laughs> this cost, if you subscribe, cost would be about 33 to 35 bucks shipped. They're charging $125 for it. So, like I say, it it is it it's a a pick it's like and hit shoot. or miss. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. exactly hit or miss. Um, because like the Ninja Commando J- Dojo, that's the other one I want. They're trying to sell it for sixty five bucks. There's no way I'm going to pay sixty five bucks for that. You know? Yeah. So, but the the Sub Zero is a good deal. So just take a look at the show notes, take a look at the links. Um, I've bought a couple of older Joe Con exclusives from them cheaper than I could find anywhere else. Um, and then some of their vintage stuff is pretty well priced too, but they, they're definitely on their game. They know what's in demand. And so if mm-hmm. you're trying to like get an amazing score, you're not going to get it because they know <laughs> that it has a high secondary market yeah. price. Um, now, this isn't really anything that we need to worry about yet, but it's kind of interesting. Uh, Hasbro is entering the crate game, kind of like Loot Crate and the 1-Up and all that bullshit. Um, right now, they're only doing it with games, but so they're introducing Gaming Crate. Uh, this is a test. This yeah. is their foot and little toe in the water. Exactly. Um, you have a family crate and a party crate. So like kids or adults, it kind of seems like, um, where every three months you get a new package of games delivered to your door and really cool. I mean, I like the concept. I would love for them to get into like figure stuff, you know, yeah. uh, even if it was just blind, like, Hey, you get two deluxes, two legends, and a leader class figure, but we don't tell you what they are, so it's going to be the crappy peg warmers, but you get them at a third of the cost or whatever, you know? I wouldn't be surprised to see exclusives for these things sooner or later. Yeah, and that, and of course that would be the ultimate, is like if they started moving on something like a Smuggler's Bounty, the Funko one, mm-hmm. where you get, you get exclusive Funko shit where you can literally resell just the figure out of that to recoup your costs, you yeah. know, if, if that's not your thing. 
Um, let's see. BB. Oh, I skipped one. Uh, Masters of the Universe Classics on Mattel.com. Yep, seen that. You can get. Um, they still have the uh, Tr- Horde Trooper figure on there for twenty five bucks. Yeah, that's shocking. I. I, 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 that I still see people on the Facebook groups trying to sell them for fifty bucks. Like, yeah, yeah. he is still and and they list them. Now is he listed as back ordered? I know some of the um, other ones are. Let me see. Let me see. No, it says in stock. Add to cart. Oh, nice. Yeah. So when I ordered mine, they were back ordered, and everybody was like, "We're not going to get these." People were like, "We're not going to get the Rotar, the Twistoid, or the Roton." And everybody got their back order shit. Even people that had like, uh, they had anti Eternia He Man on back order. Mm-hmm. Uh, they right now they have Speared a Gray Skull, which was yeah. uh, 2016. Yeah, expensive. they got him for thirty bucks. Yeah, and uh, General Sundar is twenty seven bucks. He was a pretty popular figure. And uh, the um the Hoverbots uh, three pack for thirty five are, are uh, available. Yeah, I, I ordered another set of Hoverbots because I was like, fuck it, why not? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, and, and the nice thing about this is uh, you get free shipping automatically on 39 mm-hmm. bucks or more, but Mattel Shop puts out promo codes. So sign up for their newsletter. Like here, oh yeah, sign up for their emails. You get $10 off your next order. Yeah, and did you see that um, Anti Attorney He Man is available for 30 bucks? The um, But he's. I, if you click into him, I don't think he's available. Let me say, like, yeah, some of these, uh, yeah, like it's yeah, it says yeah, it doesn't say add to cart, but I'll tell you who is available because I just looked. Is um, uh, actually no, he's not. I was gonna say because yeah. it shows um, the uh, filmation, filmation He Man on there too for twenty five. I was like, wow, that's a deal. But when they when they launch this, so they launch this on like May first or something. Mm-hmm. That that filmation He Man was available. Like people did get it for like thirty minutes, and then it sold out. Yeah. But so another option if you're looking for some of the later wave figures mm-hmm. or the twelve yeah. inch, you're not going to get a Fisto or a, a, a Sorceress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if you want a Tuscador for yeah. cost, yep. um, now something that they announced too, and I forgot to link to it here is they announced the Mattel Vault. And this is coming soon. This is going to be a website where you can buy past figures. And so the way they kind of approached it, the way they made it seem in the little blurb that I read on an email, is that it'll have like Comic-Con exclusives and all this kind of shit. So huh. I, I don't know if they'll move this stuff over to there or if the vault will be, like, seriously old figures. But yeah. it gives you hope that this vault is probably going to be some kind of low or limited stock website yeah. where they yeah, can... Yeah, like maybe they found, like, a stack of Fistos back in the corner Exactly, somewhere. exactly. Yeah. And they'll be sold out in less than a minute, but... Yeah. Yeah. When they launch it, you might have that opportunity. So sounds good. Um, BBTS redesigns and and offers new services. So it's their not, website is so much nicer now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and so here's what's funny is I'm a web designer, 
So they did a pretty good job redesigning this. I think more so just because I'm so used to the old website, mm-hmm. I actually found it easier to, like, these zoomed-in screenshot, you know, these zoomed-in, yeah. like, like those to me were not, these to me are not as friendly as their old, like, uh, masked versions, so they would all be on a white background kind of thing. Yeah. But... Um, the cool thing about it is they have new fucking policies. So, uh, big thing is, is they've added a $4 flat shipping rate. So Hmm. if you don't, if you want slow shipping, which I always have done, now you're looking at $4 max. So that makes it affordable to buy one deluxe figure. Yeah. You know, because if you're talking about 20 bucks in a store, in my tax range, I'm paying $2 in tax. Mm-hmm. So that means for $2 more, I can be guaranteed to get it as soon as it comes out instead of yeah. waiting for it when it gets to my store. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. Then their pile of loot, uh, they upgraded as well. So now you can add things to your pile of loot before you just had to ship the whole thing. You're like, okay, a figure came in that I want to get now. So I need to ship my loot. Now you can pick and choose shit out of your pile of loot. So you can keep a running pile of loot like I do. I keep one for six months and then ship it. Keep one for Mm -hmm. six months and then ship it. You could keep one and you're like, ah, fuck it. I don't want to wait. And you could ship one item out of there at that flat rate of $4 shipping. So... To me, they've just fucking light yeared ahead of yeah. every other toy store with those with a four dollar flat rate and then a pick and choose pile of loot. Yeah. So check them out. I they have been good to me. A five hundred dollar package got stolen off of my door. And no shit. When that happened? I assume uh, last Christmas. Oh, wow. Yeah, last Christmas, fucking, it was a Warbitron, got Mm. stolen off of my doorstep because they showed it delivered, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, granted, I get a lot of boxes during the holidays because of all the good sales, but I'm Mm -hmm. like, I didn't see anything that big. They told me how big it should be, Mm -hmm. and fucking after some go-back, they're like, okay, we'll reship it, like, kind (laughs) of... Not no questions asked, but just some, hey, can you provide, can you go ask your neighbors? Could they possibly have it? And after that, they're like, all right. Well, well, they did say it's a one-time courtesy. Right. But, you know, $500 figure. Yeah, say on something like that, that's not a bad one-time courtesy. Yeah, exactly. Um, Now, something that made me sad because I thought I had it pre-ordered and I didn't. Their uh, BBTS exclusive Siege on Cybertron. So, uh, I remember us talking about this. Yeah, it's the matching set to the Toys R Us exclusive Chaos on Velocitron. So it's a, a leader Powermaster Prime, and it's the Japanese version. I assume that's why it's pre-sold out. Because uh, super cheap way to get a seventy dollar figure by itself, uh, a metal hawk, a trigger happy as metal hawk, um, a broadside as tidal wave, 
again, these other ones I just don't give a shit about. So that's why I wasn't too worried about it. Uh, what is the head? Uh, Diecast Titanmaster Thunderwing. Um, and then the one, the only one I really wanted was the Legends Pounce. So just like on Chaos on Velocitron, they offered one of the clones in this set. And fuck, it's sold out now. And all I want is that $10 figure. And if it's like the other clone, the other clone started going for like 30, 40 bucks by itself for a Legends figure. Yeah. Hopefully this will be like other shared exclusives and it'll be released (laughs) through Entertainment Earth as well. But who knows? Um, if you do have a pounce that, you know, if you really wanted the Power Master or the Metal Hawk, or maybe you're even new school and wanted the Tidal Wave, uh, I would definitely buy your pounce, uh, cost plus shipping plus a beer. No problem. There you go. And a naked picture. (laughs) Yeah, just some random one. Not necessarily (laughs) of me. (laughs) All right. What we got? Burn. Did you get anything? Come on, where everybody's <laughs> the, dying to know. The only, the only thing I haven't bought. The last purchase I made on eBay was February eighth. Oh wow. wow! Um, the only thing that I've bought, I picked up in a store is, um, you know how I, I told you a while back, I picked up that four foot tall Darth Vader uh, that oh, came yeah, like yeah, Walmart yeah. had on clearance or something. I found the Stormtrooper one for like twenty bucks, and I picked that up just to have the matching set for my my man cave in the basement, but. That's it. I um I was curious to see how I was going to react when I seen the uh, Black Series um, first twelve. You know the new um, release of like the, the vintage Star Wars anniversary. Yeah, and I seen them, and I was they did nothing for me. I was like, no, not, not nope, not interested. I seen just about every one of them so far. I mean, I, I'm still doing my toy runs. You know, I still I still follow everything online. I just haven't bought anything. Nothing has speak, piqued my interest quite yet. You are dead inside, Vern. No, man. Those... I mean, I, I've saved so much money that that's that's been a major <laughs> a major thing. It's like I, I look at my bank account and I'm like, wow, I can't remember the last time I've ever had this much money in my life. So that's been a major. And, and honestly, there's nothing uh, out there that really, like I said, nothing's piqued my interest. I'm not sitting here saying I'll never buy anything ever again, but yeah. nothing I've come across yet that's I've, I've been like, oh man, I've, I've got to have that. And I'm sure sooner or later something's going to come down the line. But those 40th anniversary. Oh, oh I just, I, I, they didn't, I thought for sure when I seen the first, um, the first one I seen, I went to GameStop to pick up, um, uh, I don't know, I was buying a game for my nephew for his birthday, and they had the, the Darth Vader that came with like the base or whatever. Uh huh. And I seen that, and I was like, oh, that's cool, you know? And then I think a couple days later, I went to Walmart and I, I seen the Princess Leia, the Obi Wan. Uh, a couple of the other ones. Um, I think I seen the Luke, and it's just like they didn't. Uh, yeah, just as not something I, I felt like I had to have. Oh. Think they're cool. Don't get me wrong. I like them, but just you know, not ready to go back down that road again. Fuck you, Vern. <laughs> <laughs> hey. nah, I, I'm loving them. I'm uh, I'm not caught up, but I've got a couple. I got the Jawa and the Death Squad, Death Squad Commander from the second wave. Those. 
those are the easier to find ones from mm-hmm. the second wave. But yeah, I haven't seen any of the other second wave. So like the Stormtrooper, the Chewbacca, any mm-hmm. of that shit. But yeah, I, I just want that 12. Well, all they're going to do is those 12. But dude, especially because there is such a size distortion when you get older. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever like gone back to your childhood home. And you're no. like, I I went back to my, I'm like, and it's not tiny, but it's like, God damn, that's small compared yeah. to what I remember, you know? Yeah. And I went to relatives' houses that I went to as kids. And I'm like, I remember your house being like a mansion. And it's like, <laughs> it's like a 1,200 square foot ranch, yeah. you know? Yeah. like. <laughs> That's funny. So to me, when I see them, like they're perfectly in portion. They're just, yeah. they're the exact way I remember as a kid seeing them on pegs. That's the size yeah. they look. They, oh, the, the packaging is beautiful. They look great. And yeah. there's, yeah, they, they, I mean, for a vintage collector, if that doesn't spark some type of butterflies in your stomach when you see that and, you know, you weren't into toys that much. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> what I got. Jesus you did admit Christ. earlier you've been out of control lately, so I, uh, let's sit dude, back and get our cocoa out and take a listen. And and Roger on the on the cast with Roger, I was talking about how fucking far out of control I was then, and that was a month ago. So it's just continued, uh, and it's all because we renovated our house and we got each of us got a little bit of mad money, so. Yeah. I, I've been I've been taking my mad money and, and doing my thing. Um, so I have gone on a fans project make toys like crusade. Uh, so Bobby Skullface of uh, Shattered Cast and uh, Skullface Reviews uh, really kind of hit home that when you're collecting, you know, there, there's a lot of things that go into it. Nostalgia. Um, do you think it looks cool? Uh, quality, all this kind of stuff. And, and it kind of hit home that Make Toys and Fans Project just have this aesthetic that I love. It's, it's this G1-esque, more uh more modern but still basic i like it their focus was chug you know so all the classic size instead of masterpiece again i'm reserving my masterpiece for my favorites my chug line is where i have like every autobot made for the first five years of transformers you know and that kind of shit um so i fucking just went off on fans toys and or fans project and make toy stuff uh i got their minosaur i got their computron um i got all of their dinobots i damn uh, yeah i got their uh uh croc I got Sigma L, which is their mind wipe. Um, I got cheesy shit like uh, the Alternators Prime. So the old school, like realistic pickup truck. Uh-huh. They The first project that Fans Project ever did was a gas tank that turns into Optimus Prime's gun and a Matrix for the figure. I got that shit. I got... Quake, their awful, 
awful like legend scale sound wave. I was like, fuck it. It's 10 bucks. I got that. Um, Jesus Christ. I have just, I have gone crazy on fans project. Unfortunately, I've gotten bit a couple times by the Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. Uh, again, here's, here's a tip dealing with anybody, eBay, Facebook groups, ask, is there anything wrong with the figure? Is he 100% complete, including instructions, if you care about that shit? Mm -hmm. People put on there like, oh, looks great, transformed it once, and they don't mention it's missing his gun. You know, <laughs> shit like yeah. that, you know. Yeah. A minor important thing like that. Yeah, and with combiners, it's difficult because they're in combined form. You know, you see it. Oh, it looks great, looks great. says, oh, buy all this shit with boxes for this much. Great. I'm like, I figure if you keep the boxes, you have the instructions. Nope. Don't yeah. assume that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know what happens you assume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, the sellers are working with me on a couple things and shit like that. But, yeah, don't assume shit. But I, I have gone fucking crazy, and I've been, like, stashing shit around that, like, Putting it in this pile and that pile so Jessica <laughs> doesn't see that there's more shit. Oh, she knows. Believe me, she knows. No, I, I, I think she's just sick of She doesn't even pay attention anymore. Yeah, she's just but, like, whatever. Don't yeah. even care. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've gone off. And then this is Sounds all... Like it. This is all on top of buying all of the Jocon exclusives, which... If you do the math on there, that's you're looking at about a stack mm. of that shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like just Jocon exclusive. So you've got the sickness. <laughs> you have the sickness. <laughs> uh, I, and just like we were talking about the story of I sat out on my porch like many a night being like this is the last cigarette like i'm at the point where like i cannot buy any more toys until i sell some you know like yeah. that's all i need to do is i need to and and alias angel alias has been giving me shit like dude it just it's part of his routine he's like every day i sell something that's mm -hmm. you know if you want to be a prolific collector you need to be a prolific seller yeah. Kind of thing. Well, so. like we said before, how many times have we bought something and put it somewhere or forgot about it and seen it, you know, five, six years later and you're just not into it anymore? You yeah. know what I mean? It don't mean the same to you as it did when it first came out. So th those are the kind of things you, you want to get rid of. But see, you know? all that shit's like packed up and put somewhere. I guess, yeah. I guess yeah. that's a good point. Like, I, it's not like I don't know. I, well, I don't know where specific things are. But it's not like I can't just walk into my garage and grab a box, like you say, and say, does this shit still matter to me? And if yeah. it doesn't, sell or, it. Or, you know, yeah. you forgot, you know, you had it or, you know, you know you had it. But now, you know, you might have a toy that's newer than that that looks way better. And it's just that now it's like, well, I don't need that, you know. I mean, yeah. I got a better toy than that at this point. Exactly. Something so. along those lines. So something needs to happen or... I'm getting a divorce, or I'm going to be poor. In the or you're going to get a you're going to get a toy intervention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, 
I'm feeling bad about myself and that's awful. You should be happy. Hey, take a couple more shots. <laughs> Somebody should, you should be happy that you bought so many toys and I'm feeling bad. But, uh, um, other, well, hold on. Let me say other stuff I got. I got, uh, uh, Lando and Royal Guard. Uh, Black Series. That Royal which, Guard is amazing. And that, seen that. that was a game. Yeah, the Royal Guard impressed me. The soft, soft goods cape, when you pull mm-hmm. them out, it seems like there's too much. I'm like, there's too much fucking fabric. But you pose his force pike in his hand, mm-hmm. and that fabric just lays exactly like you see it in the movie, man. I was mm-hmm. really impressed with that. And not... Not even to mention the Crimson Empire fucking uh, battle armor underneath. Uh, Lando's dope. Uh, let's see. I got G2 Combiner Wars Bruticus, which was high on my list. Uh, floppy piece of shit, but I love the colors. <laughs> um, what else is it? I've had all this shit. Oh, I got a MMC's Coulter or Tarn. From the uh, from the IDW series, amazing figure, drives me a little nuts that it's a tank, and it doesn't roll. Like mm. if you're a ground vehicle, in my opinion, whether yeah. whether you so wanna... it's got treads and it just doesn't do anything. Yeah, um, in my opinion, is is great. You know, for the integrity of the figure, like you may not want to put wheels on it, but put like wheels that fold out from the side or something like that you yeah. know just do yeah. something if you're a ground vehicle you need to roll that that yeah. play feature's got to be there even for an adult collectible yeah. in my opinion for but, sure but anyways lots of other stuff but let's <laughs> move on all right listener feedback and questions and i was going to ask so do you need to leave yeah that's what i was going to say we might want to take a break here and then um when i get back from pick and share up we can we can hit the next part Okay, I, I, that, I didn't know if you need to need leave to now or later. Get into this work. I'm, I know I'm going to have to leave in the middle of it. Okay, so right. let's do that. We'll take a break. After these messages, we'll be back with listener feedback and questions. A grab bag. Peace. Peace. Hook or face the evil hook of Trapjaw. Trapjaw, Battlecat, and He-Man each sold separately, spring not included. That hook won't stop He-Man. In Trapjaw, we use his vicious claw. Still no contest. In Trapjaw, we use his wicked laser. Even a one-armed army can't stop He-Man and Battlecat. You win this time, He-Man. Trapjaw figure from the Masters of the Universe collection. He-Man and Battlecat figures each sold separately from Mattel. All right, guys, welcome back. We are back. 40 minutes later, not bad. And you yep, even, that's right. And you even got back a little early. A little shit. early, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yes, indeed. All right, listener feedback and questions. First up and and longest up. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but just, <laughs> just to prepare you, I'm going to be reading a lot, and I've had a lot of shots, so... <laughs> If you need uh, it, let me know. I'll take it. <laughs> this, uh, this is from Lotus Stark. He said, I was so excited to see a new show posted. Again, referenced to we've only been putting these out once a month. In the interim, I continue to listen to your original episodes. I'm up to episode 65 now. Like I've mentioned in previous posts, you and Mrs. McFavorite have been doing this for so long that you actually created a toy history of news where actual retail figures you talk about 
are now in the 10-year-old range. Vern, I do respect your decision to sell all of your collection. I also understand the compulsion to collect entire lines of toys. I have the same, I have the same problem. For example, a few years ago, I bought a bunch of minty GoBots just because they were in a lot at a good price. Well, that had me spiraled into me only needing 14 more to complete the 72. I had no idea there were 72 fucking GoBots. 72 U.S. GoBot set. Uh, this is with me handpicking only minty ones with card backs and no playware in my collecting, which is very hard to do nowadays. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Go bots are cheap unless you want ones in good condition. That's yeah, mental sure. card. Yeah. Well, minty with card back. So not. Oh, okay. Mint so he's not mint on card then. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have never posted a video of the set in hopes that once I complete it, that's when I would do a nice collection video of them. I have gone through many purges in my collecting career. I've also collected Transformers first and foremost, but not, but got in, but got into collecting (laughs) hot toys, which Jason calls dolls. Yes. I don't call them that. Jason does. At 200 bucks, you're still buying dolls. That term is fine, but for me, I did start out collecting Iron Man armor suits. And so this is where I give it a little bit of a pass is that it's at least an armor suit. It's at least a plastic suit around him. Uh, it, so not sure if he considers them dolls too. Again, <laughs> little bit of a path. But either way, they're one six scale twelve or one six slash twelve inch scale. So I guess it's the doll size class. Uh, from Iron Man suits, I did actually collect the Avengers. Uh, which some of them, like Black Widow, was very weird to me since she had rooted hair. Uh, this figure was definitely a doll, even though in my head I kept telling myself it was a movie-accurate, highly articulated <laughs> action figure. It just kept going. I wanted more and more of these figures. Then when the 89 Batmobile was announced, this was a, this was a big thing for uh, Dave Draper back yeah, in the day. Yeah, he loves that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was like, fuck I gotta start collecting this shit Uh, I hit the pre-order button for that too and it took me down the uh, hole of buying vehicles then I needed more so I started to buy the diorama series of hot toys offered which was the individual hall of armor units that connect together at a hun I didn't realize that's how much those were because I loved them I yeah. thought it was a brilliant There was like 20 idea. of those, wasn't it? Uh, it was uh, a lot. I think there's 40. Wow. Or, that's four grand, man. I know. And that's just for the containers, not, yeah. not the yeah. 200 bucks a piece. And yeah. I don't know if there's 40 things, but I know the Hall of Armor itself <clears throat> is 40-plus yeah. suits. Yeah. Um, at 130 a piece. In the end, collector... In the end... Uh, oh, god damn it! See, this is the usability thing that in my web design I should know not to do this. It's hard to follow a line this long. 
In the end of my Hot Toys collecting career, I had so many pre-orders open that when I added it up, it ran into the thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. I almost feel sometimes that the pre-order button is too easy (laughs) and is hurting us collectors that want everything. I ended up canceling all my Hot hot Toys pre-orders with Slideshow Collectibles, which I still lost money on them because the deposits are non-refundable and they take 10% up front for each figure. See, that's something I can never do. Like, no. I I would never, like, defaultly lose money on something. Like, mm-hmm. resell it immediately to lose money or cancel a pre-order that I'd lose money on. But good props to him. I mean, that's fucking, that's hardcore that you can do that. Be like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can either see $4,000 worth of toys through, or I can take a $400 hit and call it good, you know? Mm -hmm. I slowly started selling each figure and went back to focusing on collecting Transformers. Well, that didn't last too long, because about six months after I sold off my Hot Toys collection with only keeping the 89 Batmobile, that's... That's a pretty crazy... Like, I can't imagine keeping just a vehicle. Yeah. But well, if you're going to keep a vehicle, that's one to keep. <laughs> I was going to say exactly. Don't get much cooler than that. <laughs> so, he started looking into the Sideshow Collectibles four scale premium format statues of Marvel and DC Marvel and DC characters. I bought one and was blown away at the size and dynamic detail of the piece without having any seams or splits like an action figure does. Yeah, and those premium formats, like, uh, that was uh, Star Wars Action News' big thing yeah. back in the day. And and those were just the 12th scale. He's talking about the 4th scale. So he's talking about the fucking two and a half, or not two and a half. Uh, uh, Almost life-size busts, basically. Well, foot foot and a half yeah. statues. They're, they're impressive. But they're still doll statues because they still have fabric. No, you don't like they statues still have either. Fabric costumes. Yeah, yeah. And that, I guess that's kind of what makes them impressive is their statues that have fabric costumes and and detailing. But yeah, like I say, we're we're just on we're on two separate sides of the fence. I am looking for inexpensive play value. And Lotus is going, like, full-on impressive. Because I agree that premium format from Sideshow, Hot Toys, that is impressive shit. Yes, it is. Like, dude, anybody... That that is stuff I wish I could collect, but I never had the money to buy stuff like that. See, and to me, you collected shit that I wish I collect, but Mm -hmm. I would never make money for. You know, like, and that's... That's how far we are removed. Like, you're in the middle ground of of him and I, and I'm way at the other end. (laughs) Even though, like I say, I've spent thousands of dollars over the last couple months, you Mm -hmm. know? But I've also, I have 90 individual toys to show for that money, you know, as opposed to four yeah, kind of thing. So. But I, I also get to where he's talking about the GoBots because that's kind of how I got into collecting He-Man again. I, I wind up buying like a Castle Grace call on like 15 or 20 figures off of like Craigslist. And then that started. I was like, oh, well, I got 20 figures. I have to have the rest, you know, and then 
four years later, I have, you know, almost a hundred He-Man, complete He-Man figures. And it's just that snowballs. That's, that's how everything got me like that. That's just, that was my collecting the way I did it. It was either all or nothing for me. Well, we're going to get into Peter's shit. So Alias Angel Alias dropped us a couple voicemails and we're going to, we're going to talk about what he's done. And I don't know if he wants me to put him on blast, but I'm going to. <laughs> well, he, he, well, I mean. I'm sure he wouldn't have left his voicemails if he didn't want us to play him. Well, well, and it's not even messages to the show. We, oh, it's we, to you. Yeah, you, yeah. Might, you might want to save them, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad. But yeah. his first one was uh, once a collector, always a collector. He and that's true. That's true. I have to admit that. It's in my blood. My family was always collectors. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and and so was my family, and yeah. so uh, he says he will come around later. Talking about you, yeah. uh, now because of you guys, I'm hooked on anything Motu from classic, <laughs> well, congratulations, loyal subjects, Club Gray School. Uh, keep these episodes long and strong. So, well, here you go. He's going to get another one of those this time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So we'll save our comments. He has one more. I did them kind of chronologically here. Reverse chronological, actually. Uh, So he has one more. We'll we'll go into that a little bit more on his next comment. Um, Dan from California said, I love Mrs. Mac being in the mix. Um, especially as chaos was exploding <laughs> all around her. Uh, sounds like just like my life. Uh, when you guys talked about G.I. Joe, it revived in my mind the argument that Hasbro are making a mistake, not cranking out cheapo versions to replace the core figures. Uh, we talked about the uh, in the last one, we talked about the horseman uh, mm-hmm. sculpted a core figure. Yeah, yeah, I was on that one. Oh, what, oh, okay. yeah, that was not I, the last one, the one before. Oh, was, that's right. I yeah. I keep forgetting. I literally put the last one out two days yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just finished editing that one. Like what, last Monday or Tuesday or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so it says, sure, we need that six inch light uh, lineup to revitalize everything, but the brand is truly dead unless kids actually play with the damn things. Mm-hmm. Right now, they are smashing core figures together and burying them in the mud instead of Joe's. It's classic bad brand management. And yes, and, oh, and this was a separate comment. And yes, some of us, it says, are are still listening after three hours because we called we called yeah. people out. Like, yeah, yeah, you're not listening at this. Well, point. thank you, Dan. You are one of the few. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I agree. I mean, to a point now. So my only thing is I never see a kid holding a core figure. No, I never see. I don't think I've ever seen a kid pick up a corpse figure ever in my life. Yeah. (laughs) In all the toy stores I've been in or, you know. Now I saw one guy looking at him uh, now that they have the Kong Skull Island license. Like yeah. there was one guy looking at it on one toy run where he was looking at the different sets, but um, I've always liked the corpses' uh, play sets and vehicles. Never been a fan of the figures. Obviously, they're kind of crappy, but I, you know, I don't think their vehicles or play sets look that bad. Now let's just let let me get my uh, librarian out of the way. It's a uh, core. 
whatever. Like the Marine Corps. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. so, yeah. I just see that a lot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things I just... I just don't think there's a lot of kids doing any of that shit now. I mean, I think they got to be really young. My daughter buries her action figures out in our sandbox, you know, like, yeah. Uh, but again, because she's a daughter, they're trolls figures. It's a yeah. Barbie. It's, you know, it's girly stuff, even though she has Optimus primes and, she does have G.I. Joe figures. It's the stuff that she loves. It's what she relates to. Yeah, so maybe mm-hmm. it's just because I don't have a boy. You know, yeah. maybe a boy would want a Get army. on that. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Are you one and done? Yeah, one and done, me too. dude. That that's, was me too. One that's, and done, buddy. that's my mantra. And, yep. and an accident may happen, you know, while we're... Yeah progressive and a woman makes her own choices with her body we we probably wouldn't have an abortion if if an accident happened but it's going to be an accident we will not we will not plan on a second (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) um but yeah so it it is kind of curious i it's one of those things i i think our shit is just disappearing Um, I, I've seen lots of posts about, you know, we've talked about a ton of times, the 20 year nostalgia, Mm -hmm. 20 years from the time you played with something is when you have expendable money. And if you're prone to it, you're going to reinvest it or quote, spend that expendable Mm -hmm. money into nostalgia. And whether that's action figures or just going to fucking comic cons and buying Funkos or whatever, you know, and and you see it with, you see it with, you know, two, uh, two of our brands, especially with masters and GI Joe, um, pixel Dan was talking about, I I seen one of his videos and he was just saying, you know, the, the core group of collectors or the core group of masters fans and GI Joe as well, you know, it's the eighties three and three quarter. Um, we're getting older, you know, and eventually we're going to start dying off. And unless there's another cartoon or a movie or something to captivate kids, mm-hmm. you know, to, to back into those lines, these these lines will eventually just just die away. You know, I mean, Transformers has never really died away. And, it, you know, they're pumping out movies, you know, mm-hmm. so kids are, are constantly being, you know, reminded about Transformers. Same thing with Star Wars. Obviously, that hasn't went away, you know, since the prequels. Um, yeah. And, you know, those two franchises are going strong. And we're watching G.I. Joe, like we said earlier, what, two years for another product? And who knows when Masters is going to get a movie, you know, and or another cartoon series. So uh, you're absolutely right about what you were saying. And the action figure thing is, uh, it's a commitment even at that young age. Like, yeah. they're nine times out of ten, I don't want to take my daughter into the toy section because I don't want to deal with all the superfluous bullshit. And so when I don't do that, she's not exposed. When we were kids, our parents was like, go to the fucking toys. I'll see you in a half an hour, you know? And so it was the only thing we could do when our parents went to Walmart or the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Now you can't leave your kids alone. And so if you don't want to put up with the bullshit, you just don't go down those aisles. Yeah. Well, another thing too with kids these days, you know, uh, when we were collected, when we were in the toys, you know, we were at the early stages of video gaming. Um, there was no cell phones and pads and tablets and all, you know, the mm-hmm. internet. 
that's all we had. That you know, that's why kids don't they lose interest in toys so quickly today because there are so many other things out there to do exactly. um, that we didn't have as kids. You know, so our you know that's why you when you were a kid you played with toys until you were eleven, twelve years old until you found girls or you know got into sports or did whatever. You don't see kids today, eleven or twelve year old, playing with toys. You never see that anymore. Well, because it um, was it was your only way to relive the fiction. Yes. Now now you have online games, you have fucking blogs, you have whatever. I mean, you can constantly wrap yourself around in the fiction without buying a toy. Yep. You know. You're right. And then you have the, and then you have the games like Disney Infinity that are trying to combine, you know, the both. You yeah. get an action figure. You know, in, in the Lego Dimensions, you get an action figure that you get to, you know, upload into your game and you get to play with that figure, mm. which is genius. You know, I mean, that's a smart thing um, that those companies realize and that, you know, they're not, not just going to make money with just the toy itself. Um, they're, you know, looking at interest of what kids are into today. And, you know, any you go to a restaurant anywhere, you're going to see kids five, you know, six years old playing with tablets and, and things like that. You know, where that was us as a kid, we would have had a G.I. Joe figure in our hand or a He-Man figure, you know, yeah. we would have took the dinner with us. The times have changed so much. Exactly. Um, all right. Scruffy Ronan, which amazing fucking screen name, if I do <laughs> say it. I, I'm, I'm a big Ronan fan. Uh, uh, again, Vern, sad that he isn't into collecting anymore, but I love that the show turned into a toy collecting Herman's head of sorts. Yeah. And I just love the reference. I fucking loved Herman's head growing up. <laughs> Um, I have I, no idea what that is. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it's obscure. It was a Fox uh, sitcom, uh-huh. and it was all about a guy. It was basically it was basically Inside Out, you know, the Disney movie? Yeah. It was basically Inside Out, but it was live action. So it was a guy going through his life, and then it would flash into his head, and there was the flower child that was peaceful. And then there was the executive guy that was a douchebag. And then there was the guy that just wanted to have fun. And it was all his different emotions in his head, making his decisions and how they work together. It was literally inside. Sounds like our last episode. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I'll, I'll say though, too, I'm, I'm sad that I'm not neglecting anymore. You know, it's definitely, uh, a part of my life that, that, you know, just it's gone now, but, um, I find myself trying to find other things to get into another hobby. Uh, but honestly with work right now and the way and how busy I've been, I haven't missed it that much. You know, I've been so busy with work and just life in general that, um, I haven't, haven't found myself like really missing it, you know? So I'm sure as things slow down, uh, things change a little bit, I'll, I'll probably be missing a little bit more, but, um, like I said, you know, I'm sure something will come down the line where it'll, I'll get into it again, or, you know, maybe I'll just focus on one, you know, just do a focus, uh, figure like a He-Man, just collect every, you know, versions of this He-Man or something. And, and I can tell you if, if they did do a six inch GI Joe, like black series line, I'd probably be in on that shit. Yeah. You know, if it was vintage based and stuff, I'd probably be all in on it. Well, and like you say, your, your time commitment is a big thing because, uh, like I say, I have gone off in the last couple months, mm-hmm. but my work has also been the most stressful and probably yeah. the most time I've spent yeah. at work in the last couple months. Yep. And so I find myself being annoyed that I have boxes sitting to be opened 
And by the time I get home from work, I cook my family a dinner. Like I watch one show with my wife and I'm ready to go to bed. I'm the same way, man. I mean, I went from, you know, working, you know, standard eight hours. Now, you know, I'm working 14, 15, 16 hour days. And when I get home, you know, before, you know, I I had almost like a ritual. I'd come home, I'd eat dinner. You know, I would I would get the, the iPad out. I'd go on eBay, look around, look on Craigslist. You know, just mm-hmm. I did the same thing every night. You know, and now it's like I get home from work and I either have to go pick my kid up from work or you know something's going on. And when I get home, it's like I'll turn the Oriole game on at halftime. I won't even make it through the game. I fall asleep and <laughs> repeat, repeat next day. You know, <laughs> and then on the weekends, I'm trying to drink drink my problems away. <laughs> so yeah, like you say, in that in that situation, you're just like. I don't even miss it, you know. Yeah, I've not been so busy. I haven't had a chance to miss it quite yet. And that's uh, and that's me too. Like going through the Facebook groups and all that shit. Like it's a chore right now. But I know once things calm down, like that, I'll get back to enjoying it. Yeah. But being that OCD person, I I can't miss out on a deal. So I still, yeah. even yeah. though it, I got to be doing it on the shitter or whatever, I'm going through the Facebook groups. So I'm like <laughs> Jesus. I'm lucky if I get on Facebook once or twice a day now, you know, and it's usually when I get home from work or something. I never have time during the day to get on Facebook anymore. Um, all right. So AAA alias Angel alias uh, wrote in. He says, uh, I'm resorting to listening to some old episodes of Open Your Toys podcast, starting with 116. So uh, and going forward, he laughs. So obviously not that old. Uh, but he says, question. Say if figure's initial release was $20 plus shipping $10 from Maddie, why is Super 7 charging $38 for each figure? That's eight more dollars than Maddie. What gives? Can you answer this here or save it for the show? So I obviously saved it for the show. I would say smaller company. Yeah. Higher overhead. You know, I mean, that's. Even though they're using the same factory, like factories are all about numbers. If you produce ten thousand, they cost they cost twenty dollars. If you produce five thousand, they cost thirty dollars. If you produce two thousand, they cost fifty dollars. You know, and it's the same. That's the the heart of the third party thing too. That's I would say. Yeah, I would say you have to compare. Super 7 to other third-party shipping rates. Mm -hmm. Um, Mattel is going to be probably a little cheaper because they're a bigger company. They can absorb a little bit more of that cost, where I'm sure the smaller companies can't do it. Yeah. And uh, and this this goes back to Alias Angel Alias. So he he just got into Motu a couple months ago, I think, at the most. It's a slippery, slippery slope. He has knocked out fucking classic grails. Like, like left and right, dude. He's like, look at my Fisto. Look at, you know, I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, dude. I'm like, he's like, how did you get these? How, how do we get these cheaper? And I'm like, well, one, be patient. Don't, don't buy one of the hardest fine figures in one week. You know, yeah. like you're paying too much. But again, he's like knocking this collection out and, and uh, and he's talking about like oh I haven't been selling as much as I should but 
I mean, he's killing this Masters of the Universe collection, including the loyal subjects. Like, he's getting chase shit off of there. So, Damn. I mean... And Remember a few years back when, when I got laid off and then, like, when I got a job again? Yeah. Like, the first year, <laughs> I was just going insane with Maddie. I think I bought, like, 100 figures in a matter of, like, three weeks. Yeah. Some shit like that. Well, that's... He... He is not that crazy, but he's pretty damn close. Yeah. And not to call you out, like more power to you. That's that's part of the hunt and part of the the thrill. Yeah, I just I keep telling him like when I look, especially a second uh, a popular secondary market figure, I will look for six months before I pull the trigger on something. Yeah, like it's either in six months. It never went cheaper, so I might as well just pay the market value for it. Or at some point in that six months, I caught someone slipping and they posted their auction to end at three in the morning on a Monday yeah. night. Or I love Sunday. those. Yeah, and I just snipe it. And it's mm -hmm. some people think that's awful. I think it's completely appropriate. All spare and love and war, baby. Yeah. If I don't snipe stuff, I end up spending too much. A snipe yeah. allows me to say, I want to pay $30 for this figure, yeah. and that's all I'm ever going to pay for it. Yeah. You will never hear me apologize for getting a good deal. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, I the big thing is, is Super 7 just is not pumping out the quantity. Yeah. Another thing much is... Much more limited run with their stuff. Yeah, they just don't have the clout as Mattel. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe uh, Maddie wasn't doing a lot of volume, but if you say you're from a company that does, you know, 28 million toys a year, yeah, you're going to get a better deal just because you're with that company, you For know? Sure. So I would say that's the big thing. And, and, uh, and, and here's another thing, too. Let's be honest. Um, you only have one place to buy that figure from. Yeah. So you either going to pay the 38 bucks or you ain't going to get that figure. Yeah. Because nobody else is producing He-Man toys like that. And and we're not talking about a huge discrepancy no. because the but what I'm saying is like with with you know with Star Wars, you got your choice between black series figures that are 20 something dollars or you know the Walmart exclusive might pay 10 12 bucks for one. You don't have a choice here. You you have one one figure you can buy. And that's it. So they know that too. That's Supply and exactly demand. Right. Now, I, I am hoping on hope that, and this was my, this was my fear was, so they locked us all into those pre-orders. Mm -hmm. I am hoping beyond hope that those ultimate figures come through with the right plastic quality, the right QC and all that yeah. shit. Because yeah. if those things turn out to be a piece of shit, ordering from the same company, mm -hmm. same molds, then Dude. Well, you know those. how Masters fans are. It will be all over the place if they're shitty quality. Yeah, and everybody's saying, <laughs> I'm going to cancel my credit card <laughs> so they can't charge my pre-order and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Lotus, AAA, Dan, Scruffy Ronan. We appreciate it. 
We yes, love to see all that feedback. Again, not too hard when you guys have a, a month, month and a half <laughs> between shows. We should be putting shows out much more regularly now that we're back to Sunday. <laughs> but especially, so I got to call out Lotus specifically because he does videos. Mm-hmm, so he he's, does and, good and, videos. And, well, and Dan does and alias Angel <laughs> alias and maybe Scruffy Ronan does too and we're just not aware of it. You guys do videos? Call in. Leave us a voicemail. Phone call in so old age. <laughs> Just text us we on our wa- personal lines. We want to hear your voice. <laughs> we want to hear that voice. Yeah, we do. It is nice to get voicemails. And let us know we're loved, at least. All right. On the grab bag, Star Wars, new Han Solo director. <laughs> I was a little shocked. A little shocked to hear this when it came out. Well, I was shocked um, to hear that they got fired. I was more shocked yeah. to hear the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. Um, if you're if you're a Happy Days fan, you'll be you'll be happy <laughs> to know that Ron Howard has taken over the the role and duties uh, for the new Han Solo film. Now, uh, not just he, Happy Days. Well, you know what I mean. Willow, I know he's done a lot more Apollo than that. Apollo yeah. thirteen, yeah, code, you know, yeah. yeah. But uh, it, apparently the previous directors were trying to take it into a, a, a much much more comedic type of movie than what Disney was okay with. Oh, I didn't even – I didn't hear about it. Yeah, I heard, I heard that the tone of that movie was like almost a, a comedy. Uh, and uh, almost from day one, uh, the, the two guys and Kathleen Kennedy were buttonheads almost from day one. Well, what has Lord and Miller done before? Let me see oh. here. Uh, Wikipedia. Go ahead. Uh, keep talking, and I'll and I'll see. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just going to read some of the, some from the article here. <clears throat> oh Is yeah, this... uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Lego Movie, mm-hmm. Twenty One Jump Street, like what which are, the... which are all comedies. What the fuck did they expect? That's what I, that's what I said. That's I crazy. even thought that when they you know like originally because. I didn't remember off the top of my head, but I know a while back when I found out who they were, I did look up their their titles, uh-huh. and uh, you know, you just sprung a memory, and yeah, it's a lot of comedy stuff. That is great. The duo of the fucking son of Zorn, dude. Yep. Zorn was the fucking sh- oh my god. All and right. now know, this is know, making this, me this mad, movie is right? like already three quarters of the way sh- uh, already done. Well, that's what they were saying. They were saying like there's only a week left of actual. Yeah filming so are they going to do it it's almost like remember all the rogue one rumors that came out about reshoots reshoots and they weren't happy with it and all that shit so oh my god i don't know i i had no idea that their comedy roster was that and now i'm pissed Mm -hmm. i i would have loved a fucking han solo not, it doesn't have well, to Han be a comedy. Is, Ga- is a smartass. Guardians you know? of the Galaxy. Yeah, right. Exactly. A good exactly. movie that was mostly comedy, but had the heartstring parts. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. That that's a really good analogy of of what it probably would have been like. Oh, that's sad. I'll we'll never know. I hadn't even looked into it that much, besides to put the link in the show notes. But now, all right, let's boycott. <laughs> we're, we're in the age of protest. Let's protest. <laughs> but I love, I love Ron Howard. I, I do too. I am a fucking uh, uh, Andy Griffith show 
Happy Days, mm-hmm. his whole did, um, fucking thing. Did Ron Howard do uh the the World War Two movie? What was it? Um, oh, the super bloody one. I think he did. Uh, like before things were bloody, right? Yeah, I can't think of the name. Uh, I had saving, Tom Hanks in it, didn't it? Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I think so. That? Yeah. That was a great movie. It wasn't on that immediate list. No, okay, maybe he didn't. Me... What about um? What about the HBO series, the World War Two Pacific Rim? No, 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 no. Um, oh, the one before, not Pacific Rim. Uh, there was the Pacific. It was a uh, mini series. It was like ten parts. It was uh, Brothers. Band yeah, of Band brothers. of Brothers. Didn't he do that? I don't know, maybe but not. he. Let's see. Uh, oh. Saving Private Ryan with Steven Spielberg. Okay, never mind. And then let's check Band of Brothers. I don't think so, because I don't think he's ever done, like, TV drama, but I could be wrong. I swore he did a World uh, War II. No, there was okay. multiple directors for Band of Brothers, but he okay. was not one. All right, I must be thinking of somebody else then. But, uh... Amazing movies, by the way, if you've never seen them. Saving Private Ryan, Band of Brothers, and even mm-hmm. The Pacific uh, was okay. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, amazing. At this point, it's kind of like someone, a company bringing in an interim CEO. He's yeah. just there to do what the board of directors is going to tell them. I can imagine he's just going to be do doing fine doing uh, it, it says in the article that there's only uh, like you said a week of filming left and it's starting um uh what they say I think July 10th they're going to restart filming Yeah So he's probably just going to be doing the fine tuning of it Exactly he's just there to he's just there to be a figurehead like hey everything's cool you know, we're we're going to make a, a good movie that's going to make lots of money. Because this is the first, or not first, second spinoff movie. And this is the first character-specific spinoff mm-hmm. movie. So it's kind of important to that whole... Absolutely. It's going to set whole, a tone for the next one's coming out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, Transformers, you might think we're talking about movie news. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Uh, thank God. Uh, new comic <laughs> crossover. The IDW is going to do a mask, G.I. Joe, and Transformers crossover called uh, Unite and Massive First Strike. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not completely opposed to it. After being a Green Lantern fan, after uh, Blackest Night and Brightest Day, I'm just kind of done with crossovers where you have to buy nine different titles that you don't even care about just mm-hmm. because they're, quote, just because they put the logo on there. Or they have one tie-in to the crossover, but... Hey. This would have been a better movie than what's out right now. That This is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> And I think that's what they're hoping for. I think that they're hoping for some comic to catch on at a crazy level. And then they're like, we're going to reboot the universe to be this. Um, unfortunately, uh, Till All Are One was canceled. So that was uh, from uh, 
from Robots in Disguise and the More Than Meets the Eye comic uh, kind of parallel universes, not parallel universes, uh, uh, continuity that mm-hmm. kind of combined. They went into Lost Light and then Till All Are One were going to be was spun off of those. Uh, basically, the writer of it... Uh, uh, Margaret Scott was told, hey, you need to rewrite this to include new characters, new events, basically sell toys. Let's yep. let's not fuck around here. Basically, <laughs> is sell toys. Uh, was told, let's change it up. She said, nope. I don't really want to do that and I'd rather just end my comic run. And so, unfortunately, the new one of the new ongoing series is going to end at twelve issues. So, two story mm-hmm. arcs in comic terms, and that's it. Yep. And uh, so, kind of sad. Again, I subscribe to all this shit, but I don't read it. I just collect it. So, <laughs> uh, but she says basically shift focus, shift cast, and shift story. And she said, nope, I've been waiting too long to write this story. And if you want to end it, I'm not going forward. So, yeah. interesting. It it basically, like when you talk about business terms, because this was probably budgeted a year ago, it basically leaves a gap for some Transformer comic to fill. Mm-hmm. And, and we haven't heard what that's going to be yet. So I'm all about artists, uh, artists, writers, uh, uh, graphic artists, uh, painters, whatever, being fucking uh, true to their art form. And it sounds like that's what she did here. Yeah. She said, I'm not changing my shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Motu, we got an intro scene to return a faker. So, did you watch this? I did. It was good. Oh, it was really good. Dude. Yeah. Especially compared to the three uh, tenors. Three terrors, yeah. The three yeah. terrors. <laughs> <that> yeah. <laughs> like, this was so much. Well, it, and that one actually started off well. It was yeah. just the rest of the episode that kind of left me wanting. Yeah. But... It tried a little too hard. Yeah. That one. And this one seems to like fit right in. I oh love, yeah, I love that fakers in the in the toy colors. Me too. Me too. Instead yeah. of that vintage glowing eye, yeah, you know, flesh tone faker. Uh, so here's here's big props to James E. Talk and the people that have helped him with it, and hoping that I. The the feeling I get is that this will eventually be something like the Three Terrors, right? Like it's going to be a new official episode, at least. Right? I, I would hope so. I would love to see them crank some of these out. Maybe put four or five or six of them out. Yeah. Make them, you know, episodes. And and I, I'm assuming that they'll have maybe they'll have a new Faker figure or something based off of this. You know, because they are having those vintage ones come out that are like the She-Ra and He-Man and all that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, something we alluded to much yeah. earlier in the show, yeah. two and a half hours ago. If you're still around, if you <laughs> remember that. 
Uh, DreamWorks, possible animated She-Ra cartoon. Uh, so this was all brought about and at a uh, commercial, uh, commercial talent agency uh, posted a congratulations to Merritt Lighton for her testing for DreamWorks animated series She-Ra. Which is kind of crazy. Like that's yeah. a that's an agent like yeah. spilling the beans there. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, so it'll be interested to see if this comes to fruition. Oh man, I, can you imagine a a, a He Man um, DreamWorks series? Yeah, based I, based on was... like the quality of the Voltron. Yeah. Ones. Yes. Exactly. Like, I mean, with it being Shira, you don't know what kind of what what direction they could take. It could be like. That uh, animated series with the DC, uh, you know, Batgirl and Wonder Woman and all that. I forget what they're called. Oh, um, the... Yeah, it DC's almost kind of reminds me. Superhero Girls. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever seen the the cartoon or the animated show for that? I ha- I keep I'm, meaning to find it. <laughs> it's almost like My Little Ponies, but it's DC. It's that they, you know, it's that type of like uh, sharing and caring and love. Yeah. You know, you learn, you learn this, you learn that. It's that kind of thing for like younger girls, you know. Exactly. So. Yeah, and and I keep meaning to look at it for Mackenzie because that's, that's it's good. She probably up. really like it. Yeah. yeah, but you right. don't want a Shira cartoon. At, at no, I mean, <laughs> I I would be I wouldn't be opposed to it at all. I mean, anything that gets that property out there on the, you know, in the light would be great. I just, I, I would prefer it to be more, you know, I don't want to say adult, but you know, a little bit more, um, you know, like Voltron esque. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're like that. Yeah, Voltron. I'll take anything at this point. <clears throat> Voltron's not adult, but it does deal with adult themes. Like, yeah. I mean, they've had genocide themes. I mean, they kind of. They they cover it up on saving a planet, but yeah. literally they're like Zarkon's going to blow up our entire race. You know that's an adult theme to deal yeah, with. Yeah, you wouldn't be you won't be seeing that in that superheroes. Uh, <laughs> superheroes. <laughs> but but speaking of superheroes, I did see Wonder Woman the movie. Oh, bro, I mean, fucking awesome! One of the best superhero movies, hands down. I mean, it was just. All around, it is it is the best DC movie by far. Um, just great, a great movie, great great movie. I took me and Sarah went and seen it by ourselves, just me and her. She didn't know anything about Wonder Woman other than who she was. You know, she didn't know her background or anything. Yeah, and she really didn't want to go, and she just like kind of went because I was like begging her to go. So <laughs> she went and she come at her and she's like, Dad, she's like, I'm so glad that I watched. She's like, that movie was. She was in tears. She was crying. I mean, it was it was Aww. something. Man. It was fun. It, it was a really really fun time. See, and that's something fucking beautiful, especially yeah. at her age to kind of yeah. feel that emotion. Oh yeah, it, and, it's it, it has a romance in, and you know, it's a little you know, there's a romance in there and stuff, and it's it's definitely some tear jerking moments for sure. I was gonna say, I don't think I cried once as a teenager. You know, yeah. I had family members die and I didn't cry. <laughs> now, after my daughter, like it, that was the weird thing. Like after Mackenzie was born, now <laughs> I cry. At, the stereotypical like AT and T commercial, you know the AT and T yeah. long distance shit from yeah, because it tugs. Well, you know they say you don't know true love until you, until you have the love of a child. You know, like I guess that's true. There's the love of parents, there's the love of your wife, but the love of a child is is just a different level. Yeah, it's so uh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
All right, G.I. Joe, Rank and File, Volume 3. So as we mentioned before, noted author James Cavanaugh Jr. has recently completed work on his third volume of Rank and File. So this is a action figure guide to G.I. Joe. So his first one was Vintage. Next one was what they consider New Era Sculpts. Up until 20th anniversary or 25th anniversary. Now this takes us 25th anniversary to modern. Damn. Yeah. Did they do? Did they do the uh, Renegades? The yes. six inch figures. They did those too. Uh, <laughs> six inch. What, what were the What were the GI Joe figures that come out back in like the 90s? Had a cartoon series for it. I forget what oh, the hell the name Sigma was. Sigma Six. Sigma Six. Yeah, I was calling Renegade. Yeah, Sigma Six. I don't know if he did those or. Not. I mean, so, do they even consider that like you know because they're not three and three quarter? I was gonna say so. Yeah. Uh, disclaimer here: as much as I love the guy, I don't have his books, so <laughs> I I assume that these are three and three quarters. That's they look like it. Yeah. 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 I assume it doesn't cover. The Sigma Six, which were six inch and two and a half inch. Mm -hmm. They did that weird, like, little yeah. tiny scale. I forgot about that. Yep. Um, but so these will be all the new ones. So 50th anniversary and, and, um, what I couldn't find, what I was looking at is where he was stopping. Um, but I would assume, considering he's just finishing up work on this now, uh, that it would literally be maybe not this current wave of 50th, but last wave. So there can't be much left. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. After a brief hiatus, yeah, it just says Real American Hero, Renegades, Retaliation, 50th, and basic gi joe assortment so the basic ones so this was kind of like what dan was talking about the basic assortment was or or i guess what i'm thinking about the basic assortment was the dollar store ones mm -hmm. remember those ones that came yeah. out there five yep. bucks piece five poa yep. yeah yeah uh, not five poa no that five dollars i'm sorry yeah my brain's uh, starting to get scrambled here <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's late for you yeah. <laughs> uh, but they came with like one weapon at the most, you know, mm -hmm. and that was it. Um, so I, I assume it covers that. And, and that's one of those thing I forgot to mention with Dan is like, yeah, I can't believe they don't, I mean, they make those things for like dollar store, dollar general, that kind of shit. Uh, but yeah, I can't imagine why they don't do that for Walmart. Maybe it's, yeah. There's just not enough peg room. I mean, Might Walmart, be. maybe Walmart, Walmart just wants more or something. You know, charge them more. Yeah, than exactly. than, uh, than the Family Dollar. Uh, family Dollar did did they have a Star Wars set too or something? Like yeah. twelve inch figures. I'm, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, they did. They've done twelve inch. They've done the five POA figures mm -hmm. there in like a simple uh, simplified packaging. Yeah. And shit, so. All right. Family dollar. Yeah. You fuckers made it. We're under three and hours. Uh, how much? How, what, what's the length? Uh, I think we're at 245 approximately. Oh, we're good. If anything, if we're under two and a half, then we didn't do something right. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, guys. Well, we're not going to keep you any longer. We will see you later rather than sooner. Or sooner rather than later. Peace. Peace.